Okay, everyone, thank you very much for joining me here on this audition, this group audition for Farmer's Bounty. We're going to be running it just one line over and over again. And the line is, of course, fresh creamery butter. So let's start with Helen. Am I saying that right? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, I'm going to read for the part of man in advert. <laughs> That's how he's credited. Uh, fresh creamery butter. Oh, I like that. Jen? <clears throat> yes. Um, very excited to be here, can I just say. Um, do you want the line now? Yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> Fresh creamery butter. Oh, that's got a certain whiff to it. it that's got the whiff indeed. of success. It's <laughs> <laughs> got the whiff of margarine. <laughs> Bex? Uh, I just like a little bit of uh, more information on my motivations for saying fresh creamery <laughs> butter. <laughs> okay, so you are a aspiring actor and you just, you want a part. You want a part okay. and it's gotten so bad, literally okay. you will consider doing an advert for butter. <laughs> okay, and, I've got you. <clears throat> yeah. Out, out, damn fresh creamery <laughs> butter. <laughs> Is that good? I, I like it. It's intense. It's everything that today is. Sarah. Hello, I'm Sarah. I'll be reading for the part of Aristocrat Inexplicably Eating Butter. <laughs> Fresh, creamery, butter. Ooh. Ooh. Tell you what, uh, let's have Bex again. Out, out, damn fresh creamery butter. <laughs> Jen? Fresh, creamery butter. Sarah and Helen? Fresh, Fresh, creamery, creamery butter. 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 Helen and Jen. Butter. Butter. Helen and Jen. Fresh, fresh, creamery, creamery butter. butter. Bex and Helen. Out, out, fresh, damn, creamery fresh, creamery butter. butter. Helen and Helen. <laughs> fresh, fresh, creamery butter. butter. <laughs> uh, yes, Jen, but in an accent not your own. Uh, fresh creamery butter. Wonderful, Sarah. But can I get it? Can I get it angry? Can I get it angry? Fresh creamery butter. <laughs> like that, Beck. Scared. Out, out, damn fresh creamery butter. Oh yeah, we're, we're getting there. Uh, Helen, sexy. <laughs> fresh creamery butter. <laughs> Jen, sexy. <laughs> Fresh creamery butter. <laughs> fresh creamery butter. Uh, Sarah, can I get it? Like you're calling a dog, but the dog is called fresh creamery butter. Fresh creamery butter. Fresh creamery butter. <laughs> uh, Bex, can I get it? That you're a, like a call operator and the company is called fresh creamery butter. Fresh creamery butter. How can I help you? <laughs> that was fucking uncanny. I just the machine that started talking to me. I have to record phone messages everywhere I work. <laughs> uh, Helen, can I get it like you're dying and fresh creamery butter is the clue that Tom Hanks needs to figure out who killed you? And sexy. And sexy. <laughs> fresh creamery butter. Oh, that was both sexy and fatal. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, I guess, uh, can I get that your old crime partner has just come in and you know that they want you to recruit you uh, for a job, but the last job ended with you going to jail for three months and their name is Fresh Creamery Butter, but also sexy. <laughs> Fresh Creamery Butter. <laughs> Jen Sad? <laughs> 
creamery butter. <laughs> Helen, sexy. <laughs> wow. Fucking hell, all right. <laughs> I She's mis- married for. <laughs> I mistyped it. <laughs> I was meant to, at this stage, call on the only person I had and ask to do it sexy, but I realised Helen's actually the first person. I'm I the only person who's doing Sarah doing sexy. You had to do sexy. Oh. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, when you're ready. <laughs> I can't even right now. Um, <sighs> Fresh creamery butter. Oh, oh my loins. <laughs> Let's do it as Sean Bean. He's quite sexy. You know, right? That's my Sean Bean. It's not very good. Uh, Bex confused. Fresh, creamery butter. Jen, even sadder, like really sad. Fresh, creamery butter. Oh, oh, intensity, restrained. Thank you. Like Tilda Swinton. Naturalistic. Um, anyone, I, anyone I haven't already asked to do it sexy. Sexy? <laughs> Fresh, creamery, butter. Oh, I would. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, please. Uh, <laughs> put me a slice of that fresh creamery butter. <laughs> Sorry. And Sarah, as if you were segueing into the start of a podcast. Fresh creamery butter. <laughs> and theme. Best intro we ever did. <laughs> Unhinged. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Holy <laughs> <Lee> bananas. Joined by all of um, the wonderful po- podcast Roll Plus Heart. Please all introduce yourselves in a very natural order, starting now. Hi, I'm Bex Watson. Hi, I'm Jen Blundell. Hi, I'm Sarah Keep. And I'm Helen Gaffney. Fucking flawless. <laughs> it's because we know our order. We got this shit unlocked. <laughs> These are professionals, people. None of that weird bumbly shit that me and Goodman have where we forget which one I am. <laughs> Hard. It's a lot to ask. Yeah, you <laughs> Your parents remember. really should have coordinated on first names. Yeah. So we're, 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 what are we playing today, kids on bikes? <laughs> <laughs> we're play- we are playing the 2001 American romantic comedy fantasy film, Kate and Leopold. Ooh. In 1876, Leopold, Duke of Albany, was a bachelor. Take a wife. With few prospects. In 2001... We still don't have the data. I can't do analysis unless you give me numbers. Kate McKay has a successful career. You're a rarity among women, Kate. You're like a man. And no life. But now... Are you sitting down? Yes. It's time for a change. I've found it. Something that validates my entire life's work. A portal into 1876. I followed the Duke of Albany around old New York. The Duke? Yes. Here's the kicker. The kicker. He followed me home. 
You're still in New York. That, sir, is not New York! I'm afraid it is. So you must be Sergeant Pepper. I have to confess, he's handsome, courteous. Meg Ryan. I'm not very good with men. Hugh Jackman. You still don't believe I'm the man I say I am. In a story of a man and a woman. You have to go back. Don't you think it's time you tell me who you are? I am the man who loves your sister. Say that again. Who refused to let a few centuries come between them. I want more of this, more 1876. Kate and Leopold. Rated PG-13. Kate and Leopold, Kate and Leopold, Kate and Kate and Leopold. It's gonna be it's gonna be tricky because there's only three classes: Kate, Leopold, or Lee Schreiber. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe. Don't be putting Breck and Meyer on the sidelines. Natasha Nobody puts Breck and Meyer in a corner. I know. I was thinking Natasha Leon. Excuse you, and also Kristen Schaal. I'm sorry. And Viola Davis. Oh my god. At one point. Sorry. Is that <laughs> well? Spoiler alert for my notes. Oh, yeah. Nobody talk more about that or think about it any further. <laughs> uh, the film comes care of James Mangold. Mm. Mangold. Yes. It's a wonderful rom-com director name. <laughs> Sounds like a porn star name, doesn't it? Sounds like That's a rather, this is <laughs> This is rather unusual for him because after breaking out with Copland, the truth isn't a bulletproof vest, Tony. <laughs> That's what that's from. That's what that's from. That was James uh, Mangold's second and big sort of breakout film. His third was Girl Interrupted. Oh, yeah. uh, What was that now? That was Winona Ryder. Angelina Jolie. Yep, that sounds about right. I'll go with that. Dunno. (laughs) I'm willing to put my name to that. 100%. That's a pull guarantee. After Kate Leibold, he of course went on to make, well not of course, he went made more things that you didn't realise were directed by the guy who did Logan. Identity, the John Cusack horror film. Oh, okay. uh, Walk the Line, the okay. uh, biopic about... Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yep. You beat I'll me to, you pipped line. me to the post. <laughs> I'll walk the line. <laughs> walk the line. Hi Homer, find your soulmate. You see, I know Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> He also did the 310 to Yuma remake, Night and Day, oh, with um, Cameron Diaz oh, and yeah. uh, Tom Cruise. Wow. He's done a lot. He did, wait, yeah, he's he's so, lot. he just picks a different genre every time. He doesn't like, give horror, a fuck. No rom-com, <laughs> no western. He like, does not yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> no. That's Mangold. That's and then Mangold. it was The Wolverine. Wow. And then, what? of course, more famously, Logan, Ford mm. vs. Ferrari, and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. What is Can't happening? The winners. He's coming <laughs> down to direct Swamp Thing, the movie, and an untitled Star Wars film. So, oh. look, he's the greatest. It's going to be a banger. <laughs> he's clearly very discerning at the stories he tells. Um, yeah. And cares a lot about Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and shouldn't Absolutely. shouldn't be allowed to do any more Western remakes. I'm just saying. <laughs> when I saw his name in the credits, I my first thought was it's a different James Mangold. <laughs> the thought that the same director did this and Logan did not immediately yeah. cross my mind. It's uh, Francis Ford Coppola Jack syndrome. <laughs> that can't be the same Francis Ford Coppola who directed the movie about Robin Williams aging backwards and The Godfather. <laughs> wow. Yeah. People have range. Similar epics. People mm. have range. People are multitudes. And yeah. that is more apparent with James Gipman Mangold than with the screenwriter, Stephen Rogers, Captain America himself. <laughs> I did think wrote, that. <laughs> yep. He wrote Hope Floats, Stepmom, Kate and Leopold, P.S. I Love You and Love the Coopers. Oh, so, wonderful. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. 
sometimes just know your niche yeah. mm. know what you're good yeah. at no shame mm. in that yeah he no harm, no foul. did his greatest success though was writing i tonya the margot Robbie oh, yeah. kind of um yeah, for which he was nominated for BAFTA and Writers Guild of America. I was kind of hoping that would be Oscar. But I'm sure he was too, but never <laughs> mind. Uh, now, criti- uh, ooh, now, this is where my ooh. lack of notes sometimes slip me up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me think of another quote. Um, critics, on the other hand, thought that they were intoxicated and should retire. <laughs> they didn't think this was the greatest erection in history. Oh, shit, no. that would have been good. No. Well, maybe for the public. Let's see which one I settle upon. <laughs> Ken Robinson writing for Sighting <coughs> Sound. Sighting Sound. That famous, <laughs> famous <laughs> publication. Sighting Sound uh, in April 2002 said, even Jane Austen loving Bridget Jones never quite went so far as to suggest things would be better for hopeless, hopeless and love career girls if they could just get back to the carefree days of the 19th century. <laughs> <laughs> well... I guess that's case closed for sight and sound. Retrograde claptrap, eh? Nothing to linger in the mind. Just another disposable Romula Comula. May 2002. Article by Charlotte O'Sullivan on corporate chic in the film The Business of Strangers. As in What Women Want, we see here a female executive who gets kicked up the ladder, realises it's an empty victory, but carries on anyway. Compare this with the more recent Kate and Leopold where a female executive gets kicked up the ladder, realises it's an empty victory, and throws herself, literally, into the romantic past. Corporate culture is clearly not for everyone. That's good <laughs> shit, Charlotte O'Sullivan. <laughs> Thanks, Charlotte. Well, there you go. That's good stuff. July 2002. Famed critic and graphic novelist Kim Newman writes in his review of Simon Wells' The Time Machine. No relation? I very much doubt it. <laughs> Linking an opening out of Kate and Leopold with the meat of Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes and a subterranean finale that suggests nothing so much as the Goonies. What? What? Yeah. Were they having a stroke when they wrote this? <laughs> In that very same issue. July 2002. Erin no. Gill, in her review of Kissing Jessica Stein... The romantic comedy is one of the most conservative of Hollywood genres, with many recent examples seeming to trade in the nostalgic appeal of more innocent times. Kate and Leopold, for instance, the very first example cited. Cultural It's a conspiracy. It really gripped people's imaginations over sight and sound. (laughs) July 2004, Kim Newman again in his review of Van Helsing. Big fan of Kate and Leopold. This Van Helsing does nothing for Jackman's post-Wolverine career. Oh, poor summer child. (laughs) (laughs) There's no such thing. (laughs) While he was better in a Victorian good guy in Kate and Leopold. Yes. February 2006, Mark Kermode. March 2017, one page in to a prestige feature about Viola Davis. Notes that she won particular notice for her performances in Kate and Leopold. Did, First one. Did she? It was, oh, was she the was she don't the think so. Yeah, she yeah, was the police officer. Yeah. As the police officer that gives him yeah. a ticket. Stop it. Notice. Particular notice. <laughs> I put it to you that the critics of Sight and Sound still hold Kate and Leopold close to their hearts to this very day. Yeah. That, now that, Paul, that's a master's thesis. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're still struggling I for a topic... <laughs> Oh, God. I don't have a public opinion, but let's get to it. Dang it, I'm too excited. Let me get those scores for you. I didn't even check three, man. I'm so damn excited about getting to this thing. 
Kate and Leopold has 6.4 on uh, IMDb, 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 82% on Google. My God. Google. Absolute. Them Google users, Mavericks. they'll love anything. <laughs> yeah, they will. Um, Google users. But in this case, they're entirely correct. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sarah, Jen, Bex, and Helen, you're Wee. tucking me in. Sorry, first quote I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I am. We are with our massive yeah. erection. Oh. oh, Jennifer! <laughs> such a, oh, such it's a, a miracle! Such a it's flirt. a miracle. <laughs> that that erection is certainly a miracle. <laughs> Tell me, um, how did this start? I can't remember who first suggested Kate and Leopold. It was, I think Helen. It was Helen. I did it. It was my fault. Mm. I'm sorry, Helen. Yeah, I think me and Helen had referenced it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in one I, of our recordings, or think, at least when I think we were hanging was, out. Yeah, I think it was do- during like a like the mid part of a recording. Do you know what I mean? We we're just chatting. And we were, I was shocked that we had both watched this fairly obscure <laughs> fucking uh, 2000s rom Cultural touchstone. Cultural yeah. touchstone. That's the one. Um, and, you know, and then Jen was like, oh, I've, I've also seen this. And it was like, okay, well, that seems odd. And then I was like, well, it seems weird not to do this on a recording. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think I remember walking to the station with you, Jen, and mentioning, I think, that Helen wanted to mm, do Kate and Leopold. Yes, that was it. And you were like, "Oh, I'll come and I'll come in for that or something like just yeah, yeah." And then it became then it became just me not to invite Sarah. Well, yeah. it was also you, you guys... we wanted to make Sarah suffer. Well, you guys were talking about it while I was there, and then just sort of turned to me and were like, "Oh, do you also want to come?" <laughs> I, like, yeah. I think the thing is, Sarah, is that is that is that you're the person out of all of us that I just think is better than this yeah i think you have more exquisite taste than any of us so very kind and deeply incorrect (laughs) (laughs) we are all cinematic trash bags now Now. let's i've got very few notes on the plot because i'm basically going to treat this sarah's got it covered (laughs) pulling a pin out of a grenade and running out of the room but please all of you tell me what happens in Kate and Leopold? Oh, Jesus. Okay, we'll all just talk at once for the next hour. So. Right. So. Open right. on. Massive erection. York. Falling in love. Jumps off a bridge. Time travel. Sorted. I feel like your, your summary is quite disjointed, Jen, and is probably doing the audience yeah, I don't, no favours. I'm, I'm not convinced you're telling anyone anything well, here. Yeah, as, you just said as, erection. Actually, I've seen the film. As previously right. mentioned to you guys, but listeners may not know this, as kind of a bit, I watched it in VR. Yes. Because you can do that. You can have a big cinema screen on your you VR headset and, and sit back and watch it. That made mm. it very difficult to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah's got extensive notes and I think I could help. Yes. Yeah. I, I remember the film quite well, but I will say my notes are terrible in that they'll say stuff <laughs> like, I'm glad Liev Schreiber also laughed at the erection joke. And what is this Danny Elfman-esque boom boop music? It's <laughs> very important points. I need. Meanwhile, I'll just be interjecting with the occasional observation. Here's the first. Some names I'm very excited to see in the credits. Some I'm definitely not. <laughs> yes, care, I know. Care to, so- uh... <laughs> Let's just say it's a Miramax production. Ah, <laughs> I ah. must have looked away from the screen. <laughs> 
Oh, no, I, I know. As soon it, as credits happen, I just turn off. I'm I'm bored immediately. I'm like, nope. <laughs> but <laughs> now these opening credits. I, you, is, oh. that, is that what you're saying, Helen? You turned off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately. I, I was me, out. Not for me. Gone. Opening credits. <laughs> I hadn't looked up the cast, so I was also super excited when I saw names like Liv Schreiber, Natasha Leon, yeah. uh, and Bradley Whitford. Oh fuck yeah, Bradley Whitford's here, everyone. Yeah. We are in New York in the past. Hugh Jackman's yes. there and he's playing a nobleman who is a duke or something. You speak of progress and invention, yet what I offer you downstairs is reality. Take a wife, marry. Marriage. Marriage is the promise of eternal love. As a man of honour, I cannot promise eternally what I've never felt momentarily. Yeah, yeah, Duke or something. And He's then, a Mount Batten. And then Mr. Roebling mm. has uh, just unveiled his new bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. And he's got a fantastic erection. beard. He speaks about his erection at length. Yes. At <laughs> there length. is a joke. It's a very... It's it's a joke, and I wasn't sure it was a joke at first, until Leave Schreiber turns up and starts giggling. <laughs> I'm like, hey! Yes. Hey, it's Leave Schreiber. <laughs> It's the audience touchstone, the man who's yeah. laughing at erection jokes. Yes. <laughs> I can already tell he's relatable. But yeah. <laughs> much like us, Hugh Jackman also thinks, what's Liev Schreiber doing here? Because he's, yeah. got, he's got a weird little camera. Yep. Yeah. It, re- it, immediately it, suspicious and clearly very mm-hmm. futuristic tech for the time. Um, <laughs> um, then, uh, yeah, Hugh follows him for a bit and then he's like, oh, I've lost him. Well, that's life. I best go to this big ass party now. Yes. Big ass party where I must select a bride. Yes. <gasps> yes. Dangerous. Yes. Oh. Am I. Yeah, go on. I immediately <laughs> decide that he's not a relatable protagonist because he meets a woman who's not incredibly beautiful and is like physically disgusted and is like, oh, love it's can't cr- exist. It's, it's what, Kristen Schaal. Yes. Yeah. Like, is that the like, joke? He should be so fucking lucky, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I do like the fact that Kristen <clears throat> Schaal would have shown up to set that day and the producers would have been, okay, we need you to be just irredeemably awkward. She would have like, just been like, Got it. I can do that. <laughs> and then in one reaction shot, she fucking nails it. Yeah, yeah she does. She's, she's a she's good. a consummate professional at being awkward. Yeah. She's very good. The <laughs> fact that she's framed as supposed to be like super unattractive. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. And so Hugh Jackman immediately gives his butler a look that is like, I'd rather die than marry this woman. I'm like, oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> you want to get in the trees of Schenectady. The, you know, the, the, the yeah. awkward on the streets, but something in the sheets. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> shame on you, huge, huge, huge Jackman. Mm. Now, in uh, previous OGT appearances, I've heralded the acting ability of West Wing alum and you'd probably be thinking I'd do that for Bradley Whitford but you're wrong I am here to talk about Paxton Whitehead who played Paxton Whitehead who played Uncle Millard uh, and was (laughs) was pretty good and was a British diplomat in two episodes of the West Wing. (laughs) No not the British diplomat Uh, Lord Molesbury. I believe Um, so. Fucking hell, really? Oh my god, he's Mind great. Blown. I didn't recognise him. Unless wow. it wasn't. <laughs> I'm saying it is. Yes, unless no. But he, he was in he some, the like, West Wing. Mighty and... but sideburns in this film. He yeah. did have I feel incredible like, yeah. sideburns. Stunning so I think 18th it's fair century, not to recognize 19th century him. sideburns. I always get that wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So what had happened was... 
Um, he then, after having a little dance, he then sees your man with his camera. Oh no, he finds him in his room upstairs first, doesn't he? Yeah, he chases. Yeah. No, he's no, he's he's taking him with a sneaky picture and then chases yeah. him up the stairs. Chase him up the stairs, shuffled him through some papers, um, yeah. and then he runs away. Your man um, and Hugh Jackman runs after him, and they mm-hmm. end up on a bridge. The bridge. And the bridge. Not just the any bridge. bridge. It's, the bridge. It's, it's Roebling. The, Roebling's the erection. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, oh, in a turn of events, they fall off into into a, a wormhole. Not a wormhole. But yeah, but it's okay because that was Liev Schreiber's plan all along. That's what he wanted yeah. to do. So oh, it's all shit. good. But you get no <laughs> context as to what would happen when they come through the other side. So it's like, they're just. No, you don't see. Do they hit like, the water? Oh, like, yeah. what's yeah. going on? Yeah. You yeah. don't see where they come out. You just find them. They can't afford that. James Mangold can't afford that. <laughs> they cut Did back Liev to Schreiber them. tie up a little dinghy underneath the spot? Like, what's going on? Yes. Well, <laughs> speaking of. Uh, speaking of James Dinghies. Mangold, oh, uh, the film then cuts to uh-huh. a film screening, uh, a film testing. Mm. Oh, where, does it? Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yes, it does, where it does. the <laughs> film executives are being very critical. And I wanted, my, my note basically said, um, ask Paul how he feels about these movie execs and their tests. <laughs> well, I love the fact that they've gone like, okay, we need the guys who are doing the, uh, the screen tests to be terrible. Yes, to be really we, bad at it. Need... And so they've gone down the, the sociopath route yes. for these two guys. Fresh creamery butter. Um, yeah, my Full I was deranged. really enjoying the the Bond villain the read guy. where I was yeah. like, yeah, well, I can't so wait good. to buy butter off this man and find out if it's the one in ten that he's made with strychnine. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Fresh creamery butter. Is there anything more comforting? I just love the idea that the execs would turn to Meg Ryan and go, huh? What do you uh, think about them? Uh, what about that thing? Uh, <laughs> They're good, aren't they? We that's like... not... We've, we've skipped ahead. This is the film testing oh, bit. Yes, we have. With... I don't remember that. Well, this I was I just when... watched it and I don't remember a this film This is screen. when All right. James Mangold made a cameo as the belligerent oh, director no. who was like, love you're that. destroying my art. And it's like... Huh. <laughs> what? Huh. I think you might have had an extra yeah, scene. Yeah, I think you have an extra extended cut. Look, I want to say something. I think Julie is likable, very likable in this picture, and real. What, excuse me, you've never you've never made a mistake in your life? You have no flaws? You've never slept with the wrong guy? I'm not the protagonist in a major motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. You people with your tests, you are sucking the life out of American cinema. Richard, come on. It's a comedy, but it's also a drama. It can be about something. I'm remembering Meg Ryan being at home now. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the extended cut of Kate and Leopold? <laughs> I guess I did. <gasps> you know why you've got so many notes? <laughs> or did you watch the behind the scenes by mistake? And that actually was just main <laughs> that scandal. That was a documentary, Sarah. <laughs> oh my okay. god. Okay. So there's a deleted scene. You're destroying scene. my movie, Meg Ryan. There's a deleted scene that introduces Natasha Leon and Meg Ryan in a cinema as a film t- is getting tested, and there's executives oh, that are like, no. "Oh, no, it's not. It's t- it's too long." Um, <laughs> The love isn't believable. The director's cut is four minutes longer and also includes seven <laughs> deleted scenes. And, <laughs> oh, I'm looking uh, James, forward to coming up to those deleted scenes as we go on. <laughs> James Mangold makes a cameo as a director who's really angry that the execs are trying to destroy his artwork. So that's beautiful. So and then it's even funnier that for the theatrical release, 
The exact just cut, cut that bit out. <laughs> he cut himself. <laughs> Kill your darlings, people. You can't be precious about this sort of thing. <laughs> Bloody hell. So oh that's Anyway. Wow. So we so, skip ahead li- to uh, yes. Meg Ryan yeah. now at home. And she has yeah. an incredible haircut. Just Oh, oh yes. fuck yeah. Oh my god. I hate Ryan that haircut. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> what? It's you would not so have survived blunt. the early noughties. I was in the <laughs> yes. I, I did survive the early noughties. Yeah. The chunkiest highlights and layers <gasps> that, oh, that yeah. have no blending whatsoever. I yeah. loved it. To be fair, I was a little emo <laughs> kid in the early noughties. It's like you know been. when you see early models of like Pixar characters and they've got their hair shaped <laughs> out into strands and they're just long yeah. flat bits. It's like that. Yeah, it's exactly like I know, that. perfect. <laughs> um, the ideal haircut. <laughs> Look, I desperately need water, but for the love of God, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> okay. okay. Sure, so, it's our podcast now. Yeah, she sees she sees your man, um, uh, time traveling yeah. dude, with, uh, with the Duke. Leave. And Leave she's shine. kind of Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's kind of just—he's—he's, you know—he's—he's—he's you know, he's, he's, he's in a position at which it looks like it's sexual somehow. Yes, and, and that's then, all yeah. I recall. That's <laughs> when we learn that Liev Schreiber and Meg Ryan used to date, which will have they did. Um, uncomfortable implications later in the film. Only for you, because I read <laughs> about this. Only for you. It's not in the actual film, but I—I'm I, excited to what hear is you it? tell no, me about there this. There are uncomfortable implications. No, but yeah. What happened? I don't know either. I watched no. this two days ago and I've already because forgotten. At, at, okay, we'll get there. I we'll, guess. Get we'll, get we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll discover together. But yeah, they ha- they, they're, they're, they're exes, basically, aren't they? Yes. They're exes. Mm-hmm. But um, only if okay. like a month ago. Leave has a really killer line because they start having a fight <laughs> over the phone. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah, Meg Ryan brutal. says... Um, I blew my best years on you. That's what your best... Oh, yeah, so brutal. brutal. I felt devastated, yeah. and it wasn't directed at me. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what we take away from it all is that Meg Ryan is a career woman. She is yes. focused. Ugh. She is ready to get it. Whereas Liev Schreiber, Miserable. he's an idiot. He's he's head and in the clouds. He never got anything done. They were horribly suited. Clearly, yes. And he's obsessed with his theory and about he's time obsessed travel. Obsessed with time travel and the inventor <laughs> of the elevator. Which this Duke, some, as it turns out, some spoilers. He they did. Do, he didn't invent the elevator. He didn't invent the. He elevator. did not. No, he didn't. See, <laughs> here's the thing: is that I find it very funny that I just find it very funny. Like Archimedes was making elevators in 336 BC. Like, what the fuck was do you he? want? <laughs> At some point, also, someone had the idea to close them off and maybe add a safety feature so that yeah. the pulley wouldn't snap. But like. That's okay, still, so wait, that is still this a real him. world? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this a real world thing, or is this within the logic of the movie? No, really no. Well, no, no. in the real world, world the man we that invented yeah. this film. the elevator okay. he was called was, Otis. Fair enough. Alicia Graves <laughs> Otis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Isn't there a moment in the movie, though, and I, it goes by so quickly. Where she looks at the word sworn. Otis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it's right that. at the end. And his footman is <laughs> called right. Otis for yeah, some reason. Yes. Otis, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. No. Not Isn't there a bit where there is a news report going and you just vaguely hear that elevators yes. are mysteriously failing yes. all around because, you? What was that? Because he's travelled in time. There's a paradox that he hasn't invented the elevator in mm-hmm. deeply sarcastic air quotes, <laughs> which means that all of the elevators have stopped working. Which but, next plot point? 
leave Schreiber falls down an elevator shaft <laughs> yes. there's no yes. elevator in and it. honest to god thought they'd killed him I thought this film had just taken an incredibly brutal turn and (laughs) Liv Scheiber had fallen to his death no see if you look carefully you can see that for some reason that there's a load of trash piled up at the bottom like the elevator shaft seems to also be that's where that's that New York that's That's just New York York. York. which seems wild because like what if you put garbage in the chute and the lift is below it, then there's just garbage on top of the lift. I think the implication is just that as soon as New Yorkers see an empty shaft or something, they're throwing rubbish down. My erection! (laughs) So So Liev Schreiber gets sent to hospital because all of his everything is for the rest of the movie. (laughs) And Hugh is left alone! With a doll! Until Meg Ryan needs her palm pilot back! Yes. Whatever <laughs> I, hey, I lent you my palm pilot. Who lent you? Why did you do pilot? that, what Meg? <laughs> what even is one? Yeah. Who knows? Wait, is that the thing he was using to take pictures with? No, no. that's not a palm Couldn't pilot. Be. No, that's not sophisticated did you know enough. That? Okay. We didn't have pictures involved in the palm pilot. A palm pilot is like it's the size of your hand. Yes. I think I had something similar. It was like a, st- a style, an early like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, my dad yeah, had one, out. and I thought it was so yeah. fancy. My Truly dad no gave me one and it made me extremely popular for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why Meg Ryan always hers back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what impress people? Well, so oh, she gets God. a Palm Pilot uh, and she's yeah. asking about the stylus and she finds the stylus mm. and she takes the Hugh Jackman outside thingy. and is like, the, yeah, does, the, pointy does the dog is just out here because, you know, Lee Schreiber has a dog. And she's like, take the dog in for a, a very walk. unsuitable apartment. You lazy for dick. The dog. Mm. Yeah, no, not a good apartment yeah. for that dog. But yeah. hey, stranger, staying with my ex. What this, this fucking, fucking dog? dog, you bitch? So he, she takes him outside, <laughs> and he's stunned by the outside world. Uh, at, <laughs> he has a facial expression to make at, a few hundred times. At this point, we really do have to point out Meg Ryan's tidy sunglasses. Yes, it's a fucking Matrix style. Bram Stoker's Dracula. I went Bram Stoker's Dracula for tiny glasses. I wish you could still wear those. Incredible, without looking like a dickhead. Helen, there's nothing fucking stopping you. I'd love it if you did. I've got sunglasses, but I just don't have the tiny ones. Well, let's get you some tiny ones. I sent my friend Kat a picture of Meg Ryan in her leather jacket, sort of pointy hair and, and sunglasses, and said, how, how, "What do you? How do you? What do you call this fit?" And she just said back, "The Matrix." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. call it fuckable. Yeah, it is quite unknown piece of Hollywood truism is yeah. that uh, Keanu Reeves could actually play any role that Meg Ryan did, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Facts, yeah. facts, facts, facts. Yeah. This is not complex. He gave me the palm pilot, but he forgot the pointy thing. I've been warned about you. Oh, really? And what, pray tell, did the great disappointment say? That you were dangerous, though you hardly look it. Really? A lady in trousers isn't dangerous, merely plain. I take it you're a career woman. A market researcher. Oh, fine avocation for women research. Perfect for the feminine mind. Huh. You're a trip, So, we end up at the office with... <laughs> I think so, right? That's the next scene, yes. is it? Yeah. We end up in the office with Meg Ryan, and Meg Ryan's like, "Yeah, Natasha Leon, why the fuck didn't you tell me that this big important boss came round? And then big important boss turns up at the door, and she's like, <gasps> and oh, who is it? Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford, another West Wing alum. Bradley Whitford. 
<laughs> oh my god, he's so pretty. Even the douchebags in this are so pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so charming. Um, uh, and he's like, yeah. oh, you know, uh, let's have a meeting, something, something, something. And so she has a meeting. <laughs> that's like me at work. It's implied that let's there have a is meeting, something, there's something, a senior something. VP position yeah, yeah, yeah. that's mm. opened up and she thinks she might be a shoo-in, but he's dancing around it. He's not He's not confirming mm-hmm. one way or the other. So that's a big focus of her career And stuff. he's sexually harassing her. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Almost <laughs> constantly. This lady needs some protecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if only there was someone to protect chivalrous her. about. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he does like a not like, you're not like the other girls conversation and it's very distressing and I, I uh, she blanked out for a She masculine. And she yeah. doesn't do pretty. You're a rarity among women, Kate. I'm sorry? You don't cling to illusion. You don't get caught up in emotion. You don't do pretty. I don't. You skew male. You're like a man. A man who understands women, their, their desires, their needs. You understand them, but you're not really one of them. Was he negging her? Meg Ryan, yes, maybe. Meg Ryan doesn't skew pretty. Fuck off. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. He said to her face, "You don't do pretty," and I was like, "Oh, he's blind." I I I came right out of the film at that point because I was like, "I believe all this time travel stuff. That's fine." What you don't, Meg Ryan, not pretty. Excuse you. She wears trousers, so she's skewing masculine. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So there you go. She does have that hair. I saw your movie in the cut. I really respect the way that you're entirely unfeminine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking problems of the times. Man. I think I got yeah. a bit lax on oh. my notes at this point, so I cannot remember what the next scene is. So, I mean, my next thing is right? about Meg Ryan's cooking, so I'm a ways in out. The meantime, I'm just patiently. Hugh's still out on the street marveling at modern day New York. <laughs> this is where we meet Viola Davis's uh Yes. Memorable cop. <laughs> Oscar nominated. So memorable. Are you going to remove that? I beg your pardon. Pick it up and put it in the trash. Absolutely not. Maybe you don't understand. It's against the law to leave it there. Are you suggesting, madam, there exists a law compelling gentlemen to lay hold of canine bowel movements? I'm suggesting you pick the poop up and throw it away now. I refuse. Respectfully. (laughs) Young Viola (laughs) Davis. Um, But then he gets back to the apartment and there is a child there. Yes. What? Oh yeah, Ew. you're right. There is. And this child is never, hear from never explained, yeah. or we never <laughs> see him again. He's There's just this... like he's just like he's oh, my mum works kids. late on Wednesdays, so I come and hang out in this guy's apartment, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> New York, and New, New York. York, lovely. It, in my head, I was like, well, this child's going to be important to the plot, or the mum is going to be <laughs> important to the plot. No, never see him again. No, but... actually, he's very important because he will establish. It's through him that we're able to establish that Hugh Jackman loves musical theatre. Hugh Jackman's character <laughs> yes. loves musical yes. theatre. That's true. That's true. That's facts. And also Hugh Jackman. And also Hugh Jackman, uh, famously. Yeah, he is important. He will grow into Bradley Whitford, time travel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's at this point that the other guy shows yes. up. The brother. The brother. Meg, Meg Ryan's brother. brother. Who's an actor. Ryan. 
I reckon he turns up while while Hugh Jackman's doing a lovely show of um, Pirates of Penzance. I'm guessing is that yes. what it was? Yes. 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 Pirates yes. of Penzance for the small child, and he's like, "This man is an actor. Clearly, I can see." My friend, actor, actor. recognizes actor. Actor recognizes yeah. actor, and he's like, "You're an actor. I'm an actor. Let's be buddies." Come to my much. sister's house for dinner. I have yeah. not yeah. asked her about this, Nyon, but you're welcome. Ah, you're really method. That will allow me to be on board with the, your whole premise without being incredulous for the next two hours. <laughs> Which is, um, we should say, being incredibly nineteenth-century uh, duke-like. Oh yes, yeah, charming yeah. as hell. Oh, don't worry, charming. I'll have sampled. Yeah. I'll have sampled the shit out of oh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, so we'll all know. Just we'll know what he's up to. And Meg Ryan's just like, sure. She's mate. like, whatever, buddy. <laughs> whatever, friend. I walk in here. <laughs> Where I come from, the meal is the result of reflection and study. Menus are prepared in advance, timed to perfection. It is said, without the culinary arts, the crudeness of reality would be unbearable. And it is at this point, though, that um, he does have a few words to say about her culinary ability. And just for a moment, the taste of things is invoked <laughs> in my in my imagination. And I'm able to tr- truly enjoy that that little moment. Yeah. But also it helps me overlook the fact that he's basically just saying, you don't cook very good, love. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, doesn't look like she does. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> fair, fair it was play. tater tots and like some kind of burn to shit cutlet. Yeah. Look, she works. That's all I prepare for myself. It's better oh. than what I prepare for myself, so I have Bex. no leg to stand on. I'm married to a chef. I, what? You know. I like bread. Okay, I bread live at home and my mummy's cooking for me. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Look. I love bread no. too, Bex. If I was left alone for too long, I would just eat I bread. Also, I also angrily rebuke Craig frequently when there's only one course. I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> Where's the next course? What are you doing? What are you doing? That was such, for some reason, that moment really hit me where he was like, when's the next course? And she's like, there are no more courses. It suddenly occurred to me, I would be so sad if I thought there would be more food and there wasn't going to be. <laughs> yeah, especially if the food you had right now was bad. You would be fucked yeah. up about that for sure, <laughs> Poor Hugh Why Jackman. don't we have five course meals all the time? Because we're not servants, Jen. We're not Why don't we have <laughs> Because we're better I than that, I can't be doing Jen. that. That's Will five times the amount of servants? dishes, at least. Absolutely fucking not, Jen. Aww. Well, there go my life ambitions. We'll get room and board. <laughs> having us as your servants. Jen, but listen, Jen, once Genville Jen. is in operation. Jen, you've you've yeah. got servants, your parents, okay? <laughs> <laughs> True. Whoopsies. <laughs> I should start asking them for five course meals. I probably, they probably would. <laughs> One course as well. is not enough. They're mother. too nice. They probably would. Yeah, I know. Here's your charcuterie, Jen. <laughs> According to our parents' generation, we should all probably have kids by now. So why don't we just put that effort and money into each other? Let's be each other's parents. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know about that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Some of us have parental me. trauma we'd rather not put onto our friends. <laughs> Does anyone need to be picked up at like three in the morning? Yes. You, no, I don't You're not anywhere. coming. Just emotional. You are not coming emotional. all the way that. to Manchester from London to pick me up at three in the morning. <laughs> My dad probably would have. Oh. <laughs> are you going to come by train, are you, Paul? Because you don't yeah. drive Yeah, I car. don't drive. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure it out. It All is... I ask of you is that you immediately put your headphones on and don't talk to me when you get to the train. <laughs> Perfect. Now, if the, if the offer was for you to come and pick me up as in hold me, I'd be down. Yeah. Like a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, if any of you need me to rock you to sleep, Sarah, I would give it a damn good I would good love girl. to hold you like a baby, but um, I feel like you wouldn't actually yeah, enjoy Yeah, you'd be that. like this. <laughs> and don't touch me. We can okay, say jokes for people for at home, podcast. Helen just did a flawless Sarah impression. <laughs> 
Sarah for a long time. I know Sarah's uncomfortable face. I can have emotional moments when I need to. We know you love. Sarah loves. You love. When it's absolutely necessary, we can all love. Now, speaking of people who need to learn how to love. Flawless, Paul. That's why you're the king. Oh Jesus! Look. What are we even? Do- what are we up to? What are we even up to? We just had the meal. Oh, we just dinner. Had the meal. We just had dinner. We just. Yeah. What the fuck happens dinner. next? Like, yeah. And um, my next note. Is she's the date. like, "Fuck you, get out!" And he's like, "I'm sorry if I have offended you in any way." Yeah. Oh. She's like, so polite. Yeah. So um, something yeah. happens between this and the date, but I also stop. Uh, that there's a gap in my notes here as well, so it must not have been interesting. I have one thing. <laughs> The mugging happens. Yeah, the mugging happens and he rides in Uh, with a literal white horse. Oh my god. Okay, so the mugging happens. We see Hugh Jackman interact with a taxi cab, a handsome cab kind of Mm -hmm. thing with horses. Mm. Wait, before that, doesn't he, don't we have the fresh creamery butter business? Oh yes, yes, we need the fresh creamy butter business. Because oh yeah, because, because after Bex, that you describe the, the butter bar, business. The okay, yeah, no, okay, you do Bec- the butter. Because uh, <laughs> she's on the fresh creamery butter account, and uh, and they're still, choice. they still haven't managed to find someone who's not a German psychopath to read for them. Um, and she convinces uh, Hugh Jackman to come and do it. And mm. everyone's like, what a joker. Look at him in his stupid little costume. And then they all fall in love with him immediately in yeah. a sexual, romantic, and As platonic you would. manner. Fresh, creamery butter. Is there anything more comforting? I say there is. And perhaps you will agree when you sample fat-free farmer's bounty with the genuine essence of creamery butter in every bite. With every mouthful of farmer's bounty, you shall receive butter's luxurious comfort in your mouth without adding to the luxury of your waistline um, not the funniest instance of everybody falling in love with him in a sexual platonic <laughs> matter but we'll get to that i yeah, also want to clarify the reason she wants him for this spot is because he basically yells at her about brioche about fresh creamery butter yeah. Yeah. well i just think the ability to say brioche in an angry manner is is one of <laughs> jackman's many skills in my opinion it's quite a brioche slathered in marmalade i i also want to point out how quickly his character picked up the concept of a teleprompter yeah oh yes yes, yeah. yes. no problem with that at all one thing i'll say it as a good thing one thing one thing i enjoy about this We'll continue. I'll save that for a minute. We'll say it. It's a good thing. It's famous in court. We enjoyed it. Thank you. You know what? We'll save. I know how. I know the format. I'm going to say something. You know the format. That's when we do the good things. (laughs) I'm going to tell you later. Uh, so, and when they come out of that, she's like having a little celebrate, mm-hmm. but her bag gets stolen. Someone just grabs it and runs off. Hugh Jackman. She just chases the guy, just yelling at she him. She chases the guy. Mm. Let me just say, the shot is, we get a wide, and Hugh Jackman <laughs> looks to the left, walks off. We see the cab driver in the background react a little bit like, what? And I just know the next thing that's going to happen <laughs> is that this man is going to ride in on of a horse. Of course he is. Of course he, he is. He, he is clearly... unhitches the horse and gets <laughs> on it and gets there in plenty of time. Pulls Meg yes. Ryan up onto the horse by her hand, which I feel like can't actually be as easy as you think Dislocate it is. Dislocate her shoulder. He'd just be dragging her just along fucking, on the yeah. ground, surely. Yeah. Strong core. <laughs> nope, she just fucking legolasses her way onto that horse. Um, <laughs> they run down. They run down the thief. He gives a intimidating speech whilst oh, yes. just swinging something around. <laughs> a horse whip. I think it's no, part it's, of the reins. It, yeah. it's, got a, it's got 
metal on the end, mm. which yeah. is what he's threatening Shit. him with. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the thief <laughs> drops the bag. The crowd applauds. Yeah. We cut to Meg Ryan clutching her handbag, looking <laughs> horny and terrified, sitting in the back of a handsome cab, just staring into the middle distance. Like, Hornified, if you will. <laughs> Hornified, if you that's, will. Ooh, that's my resting yeah. face. And uh, the this cab is the driver is just like, your boyfriend's great at high- horse riding. And she's just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Jen? No, this is the point she's starting to be like, Maybe you are from the past, right? And also, maybe well, she <laughs> wants she says, dick. It's, she says, so it's all real. And he's like, yes. And she's like, you're a duke. And I'm like, that's the part you're hung up on. He could be yeah. a duke in the modern day. That's not yeah, yeah. true. That's not the problem here. The problem is 19th century. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, you know, my, my problem with this is, you know, do you want the D? It's probably syphilitic, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that crossed my mind. Just um, saying. Uh, just saying. There's probably date. Um, uh, date. Yep. Date. No. She's going out with her boss. Yes. With Bradley yes, yes, Whitford. Yes. yes. He creepily kisses um, her on the head when he asks her for this date. I just want to point that out. Gross. <laughs> he does. My boss does that to me all the time. It's fine. He's <laughs> just a creepy, creepy man. And Hugh Jackman, he doesn't like creepy, creepy men. Yep. No, certainly not. No. Uh, but he's been out on the lash with uh, yeah, with, um, with Meg Ryan's brother. Meg Ryan's brother. Wearing a Meg lovely turtleneck jumper. He looks stunning. Very nice. Yes. I would agree. Oh, and, and an amazing coat. coat but we'll, yeah. yeah, fucking what good. Fuck really good look. Look. What a fucking look on him. Oh. Um, now, at this point, we reach the funniest example of everybody suddenly <laughs> wanting to fuck you, Jackman, <laughs> which is that the guy is ranting about some sort of theatre production, some sort of edgy, modernist theatre mm. production. Where Willem Dafoe says... <laughs> says that the most interesting parts of everyone's lives are in their basements. Yeah, and he did this monologue about how all the best things in life are hidden in people's basements. Like the Louvre. I'm sorry, you were saying, Charles. No, right, what, just... what about the Louvre? Tell us what you were going to say. And everybody looks at him Every like... Every woman in the Ooh. room is like... He, oh, he knows no, how to tell us more about the Louvre. He knows how to say the Louvre. You don't know how easily impressed Americans are. I wrangled one easily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not pronounced the, With Louvre. the word Louvre. 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 Please. So, but it's just so funny. Of just no. What were you going to say about the Louvre? <laughs> and then he lights. So he leans in and lights a woman's cigarette while he's like, yeah. most of the museum's <laughs> stuff the guy... is in the basement. It's like, yeah, that's how fucking museums work. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, yes, but my God, how do you know that? But Breckenmeyer is just fucking like, well, I've clearly, I've clearly been bested. I yes. just sit he's meekly so down and look dejected. Yeah. Also, technically, <laughs> technically, anyone who goes to the Louvre goes to the basement because you have to go down that massive, big fucking escalator. Yeah. So like. Oh, it's not even that impressive, bro. You go to Little the Louvre. Little Miss Fucking, I've been the to the Louvre. <laughs> uh, have you been uh, to the yeah, Louvre basement? Charlie, the brother, is in love with Patrice, who is who is here, Ooh. and yeah. Patrice definitely gave her number to Hugh Jackman. Yes. But Hugh Jackman is <laughs> yes. a bro, and it's like, oh, she gave it to me for you. Mm-hmm. Clearly mm. not true. Not not a fact. Cause, <laughs> she cause visibly hated that man. <laughs> when he calls her yeah. later, she's like, "Totally, yeah." He's like, "I yeah, like you," and she's yeah. like, "Hmm." <laughs> 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 anyway, me. they drunkenly crash Meg Ryan's date with her boss. Yeah, which yeah. is. Uh, a good thing because the way that Bradley Whitford was trying to force feed her cake was unhinged, not disturbing, and also he kept suggesting she should come and visit him in the 
house in England he's buying. But every time she was like, okay, but am I getting the job, the promotion that you yeah. keep promising me? He's like, the house, Meg Ryan. And also- The gardens are stunning. And she's like, fucking tell me if I'm a VP or not. Right at the end of that conversation, she's like, oh, when are you going to tell me? And she's like, when are you going to give me a kiss? And it's like, no, no. no. My, my, my vagina just crept up inside me. When I, like, it just like leapt up into my into However, my Meg Ryan is very shoulders. angry about this. Because she yes. thinks that her chances to become VP have been ruined. Yes. By Hugh Jackman absolutely taking uh, Bradley whatever to town. Because Whitman. it turns yes. out Whitman. he doesn't speak you. French, even though he claimed he did. And he he's not familiar with La Boheme, which he's never fucking favourite opera. The lion bitch. <laughs> now, Jen, uh, my note says, ask Jen what she thought of Hugh's French. That's how I learned to speak French. You speak French? Fluently. Ah, que ton visage est doux, entouré par la lumière de la lune. What did he say? Definitely, look, it wasn't awful, but it definitely sounded like someone who had memorized a single line in French. <laughs> I would me. like to point out that that is the case, because he says yes. he's even worse at French than me, if such a thing were possible. True. He's not says he's not he is only yeah. quoting a line ah, which he knows true. from the opera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fucking good so storytelling. That's wow. in defense of Hugh Jackman's it's yeah. fucking, mediocre French. It's fucking in defense good, of James It's Mangold. fucking good storytelling. <laughs> it's not just they couldn't be asked him learning French. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just that they were like, we've got to have someone who can speak French for this role, but Hugh Jackman is perfect in every other <laughs> way. <laughs> We'll make it work. French. We'll rewrite the script. Have him open and close his mouth while a French speaker stands behind him. (laughs) So, at this point, do we get the sort of falling in love sort of montage? Kind of. First, he he sends her a letter at which he squeezes out the inks from pens... Right. In order and, to use and the curves, but quill. he clearly knows what the he pens are for. He knows what the pens are for. He's squeezing ink out of them. Why is he doing? But he can't this? do. And also, beautiful calligraphy. Well. The pile needs to be from the heart. The pile of pens that were there. That was like yes. twenty pens That's worth of ink. Of She's pens. never going to be able to write anything in that apartment ever again. No. no. <laughs> Dearest. Dearest Meg Ryan, I have ruined <laughs> all of your pens. <laughs> all of these pens I, do well, I guess they'll leave Schreiber's pens. Well, I guess oh, yeah, fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. So please also, yeah, speaking of which, literally no one is asking where that motherfucker <laughs> is. <laughs> but, but it turns out that he's being held in the hospital yeah. for psych hold. evaluation because he keeps talking <laughs> yeah. about time travel. But his, but his yeah, nurse is like, oh, diagnosed. you're so beautiful. And she does tears about yeah, his dog. Yeah, later, his dog is about to cry yeah. about dogs and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will have something to say about that later yes, on. But same. for now. <laughs> um, but now. Yeah, so he squeezes the yes. juice out of some pens. He sends her a letter. And she's like, <laughs> and her, her Natasha Lyons is like, you have to reply to this letter. It's the, it's most, the most romantic, romantic thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and and so like <laughs> Natasha Leons has clearly done a whole calligraphy back, and she's like, "Just sign it, and I'll fax it to him." And then that happens. And you'll go for a date tonight yeah. on the roof terrace. Yes, which is where we yeah. meet the roof terrace. To forget, well, not a date. It's a forgive. Sorry, dear. Meanwhile, Hugh <laughs> yeah. Jackman helps Charlie get a date with Patrice by yes, writing him a does. little speech to read out to Patrice, and she's kind of like yeah. meh about it. <laughs> she says yes. She says yes. She says yes. She says yes after he's like, "You're graceful." Yeah, <laughs> after he goes off script, but I'll have more to say about that later. Yeah. You see, that's the thing. Is so much of this movie is going to be coming up again in the uh-huh. Yeah, it uh-huh. is. 
basically going to run down the plot again. Fucking hell, let's go. What are we doing? This podcast forever. Okay, well, now we have the montage. They look at sunglasses for a point. And I was so hoping she would buy bigger sunglasses, but they go oh is this another yeah. delayed scene no I no have. i saw so i've seen the sunglasses bit i saw the sunglasses, the sunglasses bit. did come up yeah you just yeah, don't recall that for a second hugh jackman tries some yeah. on they is don't look good on when, him is this when they go visit his childhood yes. home yes and yeah. his actual my home. question right. is did they break into a school yes yes yes, yes. yes. <laughs> looks like it yeah um they broke into a school like any good rom-com and he finds a ring th- that he's you know his wedding ring stashed. that he's stashed and la 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 in a secret and she's like she looks at the about. ring and goes oh and like you know quivers <laughs> it's beautiful yes yeah. and beautiful also like ring. shit oh. I think you I are. Think you are actually. Yeah. <laughs> it also dead. means that he's gonna have to make sure that before he dies, he puts all his shit back in there, including the ring that he's presumably spoilers gonna mm. give to her later when they get married. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> That's true. Actually, who yeah. could have guessed it would have ended that way? Yeah, that that God. actually pretzely wise doesn't work. That's it. Well, don't yeah. think about uh, it. Too I'm not much. gonna pretzel. Don't worry about it. They just think about it too much. It's an so. intricate. It's wait. I wrote this down. It's an intricate. What did he fucking say? pretzel of love or something i don't know it's some fucking bullshit a beautiful oh, 4d pretzel of cosmic inevitability there we go yes <laughs> <laughs> that is a hell of a note to take whilst you're um, <laughs> yeah, your headset, yeah. <laughs> well like i said i voice noted things and then i transcribed oh, yes. them so um they do so, a whole thing where they're on they're on a, the the roof the side the sides of things they're on they're the on, balcony it's not a balcony, uh, the it's fire, fire exit. exit she shouldn't have a chair there uh, yeah um, that's illegal in New York. It's so romantic, Helen. <laughs> but anyway, like, they hear, they, so hear the, they hear the old man next door. He always, every time, at the same time okay. at night, plays fucking the soundtrack to Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is yeah. a film about a prostitute. So can I say that's weird? <laughs> yeah, A, it's weird, but also B, sound carries so far in this New York. Really He's across does. the street in a different building. Um, and she's like, noises. every night. I'm like, his windows aren't open. How loud? How is he playing the breakfast at Tiffany's? So loud. His neighbors <laughs> fucking hate him so much. Third thing. <laughs> Dylan, and he falls asleep to in front of the every Stop. night. And he's on the sofa. And he just turns the light out on the sofa. So, so he doing? sleeps on his sofa every Get night. Get into bed. Get into bed, <laughs> yeah. buddy. He's anyway, done. there's, oh, a, whole other, such there's issues. a whole other film here about that man and why he's so sad. <laughs> Weird. He's a little weirdo is what he is. One other thing about that sequence, that fucking weirdo. One other sequence, look at him. One other thing about that before we move on is um, at this point they do talk and um, there was a moment they talk about uh, um, Charles and Diana. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they talk about the me- the, the story of uh, Charles and Diana, which um, Meg Ryan surmises, summarizes, presses by saying, I don't know the story of Prince Charles and Lady Diana. Oh, you don't want to. It's a cautionary tale, further proof. Of what? can't live a fairy tale. Is that what that was about? <laughs> yeah. Is that what happened there? Is that what everyone learned? Royals are shits. I think that's what we learned from <laughs> that. Rich people <laughs> suck. Royals are shits and fuck, fuck the media. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So uh, what happens? Could, yeah. Uh, then she falls asleep and I wrote, Hugh's a good lad because I would have just dropped her on the bed whereas he gently <laughs> places her <laughs> on the bed. And tucks her and in. tucks her in. So cute. And tucks her in. Sarah would have just dropped her beside the bed and walked away. Charlie <laughs> begins to teach Hugh Jackman weaponized incompetence and it's like, you should only do household chores when Meg Ryan can oh, see you doing that. I hate that so much. <laughs> that, that scene pissed me right that. off. I missed that. 
He's like teaching him how to use the dishwasher and he's like, okay, that's all done, but don't press this button until she can see you doing it. Because if a man does a dish and there's no one there to see him, does he really do it? Yes, the dishes are clean. You would notice that he had done the dishes. turning on a dishwasher, not that impressive. That's not doing the dishes, really. (laughs) Let's be real. I like the idea that she would come in and he sat reading a paper. Oh, shit. And then he walks over and it's like, and not for the Ding. first time, I just think, Done. God, all the men in this film are awful. Awful. Awful people. <laughs> terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible people. Hooray, but they're quite hot, though. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fucking swing for some of them. Um, right, my next note is, like, at the ad. Yes, so, they what? go and film, film the actual Jim. ad spot. In, on, right. in, as far as I can tell, on a nuclear island. Set. Really weird. Yes. Really weird. Yeah. Seemed to be yeah. nowhere in New York. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. I actually um, checked where they filmed it, and it is technically oh, wow. in the area Alan, of New York. Research. Yeah, I was just research. interested. I was like, where the, the fuck I guess is it can this? be in the state of New York. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in the mm. city of New York. Um, but Hugh Jackman does his read, and he takes a bite of this fresh creamery butter and is appalled mm. because it tastes like saddle soap. Mm. Tastes like <laughs> suet. And he will not be a part of promoting this because that would be unethical. And I look at the screen and thought, man, last time last time I watched this, I didn't work in marketing. Oh. And right now, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a bit oh. attacked by the argument yeah. they have afterwards oh. where he's like, how could you attach yourself to something like that? And she's like, if I've got to sell some shitty stuff to make ends meet and pretend I love it, then I'm going to do that. I'm clutching my head, having a crisis in a VR headset. <laughs> That's the best place to have a crisis. You can just turn on some sweet yeah. wave yeah, sounds. Yeah, nice. I looked at the 70s-style conversation pit I was it's sitting like, in. There's oh. a little Roomba that goes round whilst you're watching the film. Oh, it's <laughs> cleaning this imaginary talk- 3D environment, and it made me feel better. <laughs> can you toggle that? No, it's just there. <laughs> it's there forever. Is it optional? No. Always Roomba? No. The Roomba's there, and every so often, I would catch it Moving out of the corner of my eye, and I'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, it's the room. <laughs> I would. I, I kept thinking that someone else had appeared in my virtual film oh, room with me, yeah, even though oh, I made shit. it private. That's a horror film. You hear Max. that fucking? You hear the fucking Undertale music, and suddenly <laughs> shit's on. <laughs> and then what is the thing? Though, the only people that I'm friends with in VR stuff is Jen and my sister, mm-hmm. so it would have to have been one of them, and it would have been very. I'd have weird done that to you if. I'd I'd have done it. Just snuck yeah. into your VR viewing room and just been crept up behind watching? you and been like, hey, babe. Can I just say, I'm always here for an Undertale reference. I just want to point that out. My, my joy. Um, where were we? Anyway, yes, they argue about the ethics of marketing. Yes. And Meg yes. Ryan is like, fuck you. We weren't all born with a silver spoon in our mouths. I've worked for what I've got. No, I don't like it, but that's not the point, buddy. And he's like, fine, I'll film your advert, but I'm not happy about it. And, and the romance not is dating shattered. anymore. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, Fuck Does he you, literally say the phrase, or have I just surmised the situation as, damn you and your butter? Yeah, I think he does <laughs> say that, or something along those lines. That's the spirit of the event. Yeah. It's definitely the spirit. It's stunning. Um, oh, Christ. Yeah, then okay. they're in a Meanwhile, cab and they're like, oh, we're going to break up. Yeah. Yes, but at the same <laughs> yeah. time, leave is broken out of yeah. the hospital by his incompetent Gretchen. nurse. Like, yeah, Gretchen. Highly unethical. Not doing Gretchen a good job. The nurse. Beautiful and in love. <laughs> Damn your cynicism. <laughs> Believes. 
at this point, you know what? to be honest, Twist, at that she point, wasn't a nurse. Yes, I genuinely had thought, like, was she? Ne- is she also a patient here? <laughs> she was yeah. crying at a dog. All right, Meg. So. All right, Meg. Let's get you back into the fucking insane. Like, you're the craziest one here. God. I feel like so. Leave Schreiber finally people. breaks out and becomes part of the narrative again. Yes. yes. Yay. Uh, basically, <laughs> saying, Hugh, you have to go home, or else I won't exist. Yeah, because, because it's I'm also... your descendant. Yeah, right. But that was cut <gasps> oh, that's, shit, I no, but that's that cut out of the main film. It's not. I it saw is. It. it was. No, it was. It's not I my promise version. you all watched two different, watched different versions. It was, it, it was in my <laughs> version. I definitely yeah, did not have any sunglasses. There are five wow. versions of Kate no Leopold, and we each watched one. But I didn't see the film screening. But there is. It's like a throwaway line where he says, "Like, maybe I just missed it." Because Hugh Jackman is like. Uh, wow. like you're really saying that, like descent, like descendants that have that I've yet to have, like, and I was like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah, wow, gross. Oh, you dated your great, also, great, 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 great. That's some incest right there. Yes, that's yes. So that that's what me and Bex meant by troubling implications. Right. Why are there yeah, so that's many not, versions not of this the, film? Not in the main <laughs> yeah, definitely not in the uh, main. But no, I did, no, no. I did know about it because again, I did my research about. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> he does recruit. He manages to recruit to his side, uh, Brick Break and Breck and Meyer, uh, the wrestler, um, <laughs> by showing him photographs of Hugh Jackman in period costume, but with other people in period costume as well. Yes. Oh my god, it is real! It's like you're an actor. Yeah, yeah this, like, is, this, could, <laughs> this is a lob. It looks like a lob. This is a like, lob. That's what you'd assume. He's just been in a film. But they it. seemingly spot something else as well, which makes them really be like. <gasps> Oh my god, it is real. Oh my god. And then they get cut off by yep. now, yeah. was, um, was that also at the beginning of the film for everyone else? Because no. I thought that was a huge no. nope. nope, just me. That they show a what? very long lingering shot of Meg Ryan in the past at the very beginning of the film. No, no that doesn't that make any sense. They cut that out way. at the beginning of the film. Glad they cut that out. Because I wrote insane. a note. Yeah, that, that's that crazy. Just sort of, Ruined because the whole time I was like, "Well, Meg Ryan's gonna be in the past." That's fine. I guess. Meg Ryan's gonna yeah. be there. <laughs> like throw her into the background as a cool thing you could catch the third time you watch the movie. But it yeah. was just a it long was, lingering. Like he runs past and she turns around and the shot lingers for like five seconds and she stares. Oh, and is that why you keep saying, what "Oh, I feel fuck? like I've seen you before"? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! It's all coming together. You need to get five people to watch different versions <laughs> of this movie so you can piece it to together. Make, to make it make like sense. It feels like one of those things where it's like they've secretly released different endings to the book and they've not told anyone. <laughs> it's like the, butterf- the just butterfly start effect. Arguing about what actually happens in it. Because <laughs> the butterfly effect has several different endings as well, doesn't it? Yes, it does. As a yeah, clue. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's what they've done. Yeah, I think crazy. they've done it on purpose. Either way. <laughs> we're just wow. the first people to discover it because we're the only people that <laughs> yeah. ever talked about the we're film. We're the first five people to talk about <laughs> Truly, this Leopold. film is a master's thesis, Paul. <laughs> I think, yes. I think, wink, wink, you should do a master's thesis on it, wink, wink. Oh. Um, <laughs> so basically, he gets oh, blasted back into the past. We don't see that. Yeah. Uh, he's wandering yeah. around the past doing the same things he did before. Uh, while yeah, so he goes no back to before he left. Yeah, another. No, I, really I was thinking. Think I was thinking about the logic of this because I okay. also didn't understand that. And I think it's the the whole day. 
the portal matches up with a day in the past. Mm. So Hugh Jackman actually leaves early that morning. He's like, right, me and Meg Ryan aren't doing anything anymore. I filmed my commercial. I'm just going to go back to the past because this day is the only day for me to go back. And so yeah. he goes back and then starts the day earlier. The logic of why there's not two of them in the scene or whatever. Yeah. Troubling. Two different panel like, of time, to, isn't it? <laughs> he should have been able to just step in after he ran off chasing Lee Schreiber that would have yeah. been fine yeah but doesn't, anyway doesn't make this, sense, this time but... around he's like his his uncle is doing his whole at the beginning they had an argument about marrying yeah. a rich woman and this time Paxton around he's like Whitehead. all right who's who's the richest chick in the room I'll marry her and his uncle's like oh well <laughs> he's great jaded. Right. he's already so oh, jaded oh well it's it's her right over here Kristen Schaal <laughs> <laughs> says Hugh Jackman but uh, meanwhile Meg Ryan is being going to like a nice place because her boss has been chastened by Mm. the experience of Hugh Jackman being mean to him and is being less weird less less sexually aggressive but still a bit weird in that he's now being kind of cold, cold. and distant yeah. and yeah. Well, still not telling isn't us Isn't he shit. implied to have moved on? Like, there was another lady oh, yeah, looking he, very similar to Meg Ryan behind him. He smirks at a secretary, and it's like... Yeah, he smirks at true. a secretary, and then he's got other... He's, he's moved on. Fine, he's fine, he's less got other stuff to do. People with less Hugh Jackman-related other women to she, <laughs> there is... she is being made the VP of yep. New mm, York yes. operations. Yep. And so there's a big yes. party going on where they will announce that news, although everyone does already know because as soon as she walks in the door, yes. I'm like, congrats, congrats, congrats. So why are you Oh, that's it? how that works. Um, but Bradley Whitford introduces this incidentally and introduces her to the stage in an intercut sequence that does make it seem like the band have just played over Bradley Whitford's <laughs> speech. <laughs> like they just kept being fucked to stop. There was one thing that I could do and it didn't require money and it didn't require a fancy school. I learned that I could please people and there is nothing wrong with that. I am a people pleaser, people. But whilst this is happening, leave Schreiber and and whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. Charlie. Charlie. Brecken Charlie. I know his character. Um, he was like Randy Savage. Are, are desperately trying to make their way into this party because as it turns out, they, they need to give these photographs to <gasps> Meg Ryan <Yeah>. because <gasps> she is the in truth. them. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. So they make their way in. They're like announcing her on stage. Leif Schreib does a terrible job of telling her what's going on and is just like, terrible. maybe we were right for each other, but not in the way you think. And she's like, shut up. What I'm are you trying to about? leave. Yeah. Like he does yeah. not get to the point quick enough. No. No, no. For, no. for someone she who's only got up. 23 minutes until he has to get her right. in there, right? That's, that's, you're, you're Jesus being too Christ. He's like, oblivious. you have to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge in the next 23 minutes. And there's a there's a version of this film somewhere where it just pulls out and they've murdered Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I watched. I'm <laughs> um, but she goes up to make her, she goes up to make her speech about yeah. being like, thanks, I'm VP now. And then she looks down and she sees the photographs and she sees they're in them and she's like, maybe what you want was in front of you all along and you didn't realise that you loved him, but you do love him and actually it's all you ever want. I have to go! <laughs> actually, it turns out that really hot guy who was into me and was perfect in every way is actually the guy I'm going to go with. Yeah. So goodbye, career. I'm going to go literally maybe kill and myself. And also, I'm going to leave get back to my, my brother, who I love quite a lot, clearly. Yep, bye, yeah. brother, forever. Bye, brother. I'll see you. Bye. Don't care. Fuck, give a fuck. Bye. Gosh, isn't it lucky I'm wearing a dress? <laughs> one that could vaguely maybe possibly almost although I have something Victoria-ish. to say about that in a bit yeah, so. she's a street walker <laughs> um. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> in my head canon, uh, Liv Schreiber will go home, do his calculations again, and work out another window that goes back to that. Like, send the Breck and Meyer because back. he did go. There was two different <laughs> windows, so that he could, so that they can visit each other again. Oh, that's my personal. In Kate and oh. Leopold too. So Kids across time. Jen, when are you going to write your Kate and Leopold fan fiction? <laughs> Already yeah. started it, baby. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's a joke. Uh, it's far filthier than the film. Meg Ryan jumps off a bridge. Yes. 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 In and again, full view we of the police officer. <laughs> whilst Liev Schreiber and, and Charlie are, really her. Uh, are like literally to the police officer like, no, don't stop her. So God knows <laughs> yeah. what everyone's going to think about that. Right back to the yeah. right back to the insane asylum, I guess. <laughs> a lot of a lot of police resources were probably wasted dredging the river for yeah. the corpse. Yeah, for sure. Um, During which Lee Schreiber was beaten to death in prison. <laughs> Here is where I would like to say, she is uh-huh. in fact wearing a different dress when she goes back. <gasps> into is she? The portal she did it. She is. It's it's she, genuinely. Because the thing that made me notice was suddenly there was lace around the like collar, and I was like, "There was That's no weird. lace, there wasn't lace was before." There? But then when she's running, she has an entire like period appropriate train. Uh, oh yeah, that she, Which didn't she didn't have at all. However, whilst more appropriate, the dress is still not appropriate no, by no, not at no, all. Sarah, nineteenth century standards. <laughs> she's not Hold even on, wearing Sarah, a hat. Did you get a sequence where? Did you get a sequence where she beats a Victorian lady to death and takes her clothes? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up. I didn't think it was relevant. <laughs> it was really, it was Kristen yeah. Schell. Devastating. Very cruel. Very cruel and very she... like visceral. Uh. Lots of blood. She's How's the movie end? her way to the party just and manages to get in because she recognizes Otis, his butler, somehow. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you're an <laughs> old guy who was oh, mentioned to hold me on. once. We have skipped one very important oh. thing. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's in Uh-oh. the, when Hugh goes back to the past... She gets in an yeah. elevator and it works yeah. again. Yes. And yes. That's oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh my god, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is that <laughs> so significance. And she gets, she gets like a that's look so over dumb. her face, like, oh my god. Yeah. She looks up at the elevator as this, and she's like, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. She manages. He really was Mr. Elevator. <laughs> she manages to make it into the party just as Hugh Jackman is mid-sentence about to uh, announce his yeah. his uh, his engagement to the to Miss. <laughs> tree of the schenectady trees or whatever her name is and uh he just says her name because he sees her and everyone's like kate mckay she's not got any money that seems bad. and then they dance and they live in poverty yeah, the end Happy. yeah they have no money <laughs> yep the most abrupt ending they will do when he invents elevators <laughs> apparently hey, apparently maybe. the real of that era the real uh duke of albany died of hemophilia about eight years later so <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah! Nice. Nice. We love that. But yeah, cut to credits. All, all in the sequel. Kate cut to two across time. It's so so it's quick, and then Sting starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for me. For me, I get. Would you like to watch? What the fuck was it? No. Uh, she's all that. She's all that. She's Which all is that. significantly that. better. That's, That's the one good yeah, thing. Yeah, better. Uh, movie. Well, let's get into that. Paul, ask us our opinions. It's not significantly <laughs> better. Before I do, I just I can't get over the cartoon logic of the fact that he travels forwards from time and therefore never invented the elevator. Yes. And so here in the modern we have day, never the world is do doing that. the equivalent. Of just hang on a minute, these were never invented. Whoa! I also <laughs> looked up the history of the elevator because I was like, who did invent the elevator? Because I know that it wasn't this made-up man. 
And basically, 12 people did it at the same time. So, yeah. like... Well, there you go. It was like, this guy this guy invented this, but this guy invented the one that had, like, the safety pulley that meant the cable wouldn't snap, but this guy invented one with benches that did this. And it's like, all right, it was still getting invented either way. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was going to invent it. It's fine. We just needed to get up big buildings. It's, it was a standard... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do this in reverse order of when people got involved in this. So Sarah, what did you make? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm gonna hold that till last. I'm gonna start with the OG. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. This is uh, Ma- Maverick. You got mad. Podcasting. Bex, Bex, how was your revisit? Um, well, like I said, I didn't work in marketing the first time I watched this, and that did genuinely <laughs> have a significant impact on how I fe- felt about this film. Um, I felt pretty much the same as I watched it last time, which was it was very it was like fun, silly rom com that I enjoyed being like, wow, really? You're going to make the woman who hates misogyny in her current job go back to the 19th century and live it out with a handsome man? Um, Should be fun. But it's fun. There's some great actors in it. And, and I had a, had a good time apart from the marketing crisis. <laughs> Beautiful. Helen, I forgot we already established it actually started with you. What did you think of this? <laughs> uh yeah yeah pretty much the same nyan i like i i i do love this film and i there's no good reason why i love this film it's absolutely insane that i love this film but i still fucking love this film for no good reason um i think it might be because of hugh jackman's lovely turtleneck but uh i also think that it's like the most horrible message a film could possibly have yeah <laughs> for and, sure an absolutely terrible horrible message and uh yeah. no fuck yeah. you to the film <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i may have something to say on that but yes absolutely not to defend it but anyway uh jen what did you make of it oh i really like it i've had this film yeah. on dvd for a long time <laughs> <laughs> my dvd version has never had anything about a uh <laughs> Uh, this is my I'm your great 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 grandson or whatever <laughs> I, I'm so uh, I just, intrigued yeah. by that because it was like a I really know, right? throwaway line wow but it was definitely in my version and until then I would have sworn that we'd watch the same version oh, apart from he, the sunglasses I guess he brings up a bunch in my version oh wow in my version it was once and it was kind of throwaway, but I was like, Ooh, oh how many God. versions are there of this film? Is that's my question. I'm s i am I will try and find out. Yeah. Anyway, I love um, I love this film, but yeah. I think I am with Helen. I think it's mostly because I've got a massive boner for Hugh Jackman Ooh. in it. Also yeah, I love Meg Ryan. That is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for oh, both God, of them. Boner for all. Yeah. Boner for yeah. all. <laughs> but mostly for Hugh Jackman, I'm gonna be honest on this occasion. Yeah, to be fair. It's very charismatic. I mean, generally mm. Meg Ryan, yes, but this this was the performance for you know. This was the stronger performance, I think. Yeah, but Meg Ryan, you got to see in the cut. Um, Sarah, you're the you're, you're the big uh, wild card here because you hadn't seen and it you before. You saw the craziest All version. Very curious. You've had yes. your tastes praised and said that you are more likely to be above this than anyone else. So, uh, what did you what did you make of it? So I had seen it before when oh. I was on holiday oh. with my family, oh. and the only Ooh. scene I remembered was the bit where he's filming the commercial and that, <laughs> everything yeah. else was absolutely new to me <laughs> um and i was as surprised as anyone that i enjoyed it i had a really good time <gasps> except for the ending everyone we all have a problem with the ending the yeah, ending was yeah, fucking, sure. fucking wild jen's fixing it for us in her fix it fic yeah, yeah. be fine yeah. but i i thought it was really fun 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a romp. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Paul, what yeah. do you think? Do you think oh, well, Paul? yeah, I also, I really enjoyed it. I have to uh, concede that my, my viewing circumstances were fairly ideal, I think, because basically I was watching it on my big screen. Mm. You know, I had all the time in the world for it. I'd started earlier than I thought I was going to. So I had plenty. I wasn't, you know desperate for it to end so I could get to bed and also I was messaging my friend Kat who loves this movie pretty much throughout the entire thing mostly pictures of people's clothing (laughs) and just sort of bonding over how fucking tight all the fits are in this particular film so fucking tight um yeah it's just it's really helps me to appreciate what is wrong with some of the other films that we've covered because there's a similar thing going on with movies like Sweet November with Keanu Reeves Mm. or Genie Mm. uh, recently um, there's a similar sequences of sort of there's a fish out of water yeah. they hook up with someone who's very mired in our world and the fish out of water sort of takes it all in for the first time with a whimsical perspective and helps the you know cynical character to see it from a new I'm, perspective can I just say you're describing what my one my one better thing is going to be and I, you'll, you'll know <laughs> excellent. <laughs> excellent because that is a genre very much yeah. so and I think it's something that we're all kind of excited by the idea that someone beautiful might be bewitched by our mundane existence just because of unfamiliarity with it but my god does it help when the, the fish out of water is this charismatic <laughs> yeah yeah. no no offence to um, Charlize Theron from Sweet November or um, Melissa McCarthy from um Genie. Uh, from Genie. But yeah, Hugh Jackman is just so deeply, Ooh. deeply charming. Yeah, <laughs> so charming. This movie. <laughs> and yeah. regarding the messaging, I, it's interesting because, yes, it has a very conservative kind of message at the heart of it, which, yeah, is quite ridiculously that women should give up on their career and just pursue the fairy tale of true love. Mm. Um, After a weekend with this man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, action movies often skew to a right wing sort yeah. of messaging yeah. of sort of viol- violence will ultimately win the day. And it's a fantasy. Mm. It's quite nice to think that if you just killed the right bad guys, you would make the world a better place. And perhaps part of me longs for Hugh Jackman to save me from the burden of my responsibility of yeah. having to try and make yeah. it in the world and just take me in his arms and bring me back to the 19th century and make nice Feed you brioche. Toast for me. Brioche slathered in marmalade. Brioche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can accommodate that within this film of being of the realm of being a modern person who has to go out and work is my deep, complicated longing to be loved by Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you say that, but, but you know, gayness was illegal then, so I just, you know, I don't think that would work. <laughs> yeah, however, the plus being that no one believed that lesbians existed. Oh, well, that's true. That's that was yeah. that was not a bad time to be a lesbian that. if I'm being real myself. <laughs> you just live with a close female friend. Oh, yeah, she's, for the rest of she's my cousin. Mm-hmm. They're very close, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> They're good buddies. Pals. <laughs> I was looking up an artist because I wanted to try and emulate their kind of style for a piece, mm. and mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just look into them as a person, and it was like. <laughs> He lived with a male friend for his entire life and never married, <laughs> and they were always together. Yeah. And I was like, uh-huh, male friend, uh-huh. yes, uh-huh. Okay. male friend. Yeah. And then it was still like Best after friend. you know, and after that, it was like, and and he was his model and his muse and all of his all of his paintings <laughs> are super homoerotic and full of sexual <laughs> tension. And then at the end, it was like it's still debated whether or not he was gay. And I'm like, <laughs> is, yeah. it? is it by you? Is maybe. The debate. I think he was gay. I think he was super gay. If you've ever seen a Lay and Decker painting of two men looking at each other, then I think there's no doubt. You can Google that, listeners, if you don't know who Lay and Decker is. 
<laughs> I think the problem with these kinds of fantasy and the sort of guilt factor comes in when they do correspond to what society is pressuring everyone to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, when men are pressured to be super violent and aggressive all the time, then action movies are quite problematic. And when women are programmed to be sort of docile and sort of compliant, then movies like this can be quite problematic. But if we get to a more liberated time, where I can choose to be docile <laughs> and, and subservient, and all the ladies can choose to be violent and problematic, then... Oh, give me that time. I want movies about violent, problematic women, <laughs> mm. please. You want to be stomped on, though, Banks. You brought real. so many I, of those to this I podcast. I want the old guard just over and over again, where I just look yeah, at Charlie Theron and think, step on me. Yep. <laughs> look, yeah, we all want that. Facts. But are there any other thoughts on Kate and Leopold before we quick fire things we liked? Um... Uh, what was my deep thought? That maybe, thought, maybe you could, you could like, I mean, the reason he falls in love with her is because she is a strong, opinionated uh, yes. woman. So maybe so this the is women of his time. This is saying if you want to catch the hottie Hugh Jackman, then actually you do have to have a personality <laughs> and independence. You've got to a bit. And maybe it she could likes be the hunt. It could be quite anti-capitalist because she's like, you know what, actually. Fuck marketing. And it's not, it's this, yeah, it's not worth this VP job. And we do see, Paul, you kind of mentioned it, that right, uh, who the fuck is Ryan? No, Hugh Jackman. I don't know where the, word, where the name Ryan came from. Hugh Ryan Jackman Begara. gives Charlie this script of like how to woo a woman. And Charlie yes. doesn't really use it. He no. takes one small bit of it, but in the end, he is his very awkward self. And he even has a line where he says, uh, and I don't have to. I don't have to dress up because she likes me for who I am. So maybe mm, there's like yeah. a positive message in here of like, if you are yeah. trying to fit yourself into a box that you are not comfortable in, you don't have to. There is someone out there who yeah. just likes you for you, whatever that is. Yeah, and like you yeah. said, the context makes it a bit problematic in terms of like <laughs> it being like, if you're a woman trying to be in a high-powered career, don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, you know, maybe there is there is a positive side to that message that we can oh, generously... Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what would have helped? Cut back to the future and the assistant is now in the high-powered position. Yeah. Yes. right in the fucking yeah. face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Let's quick fire. <laughs> quick fire! Yes, it's going to be so quick with us. Quick fire. Oh, Christ. Let's do alphabetical uh, Bex. Oh, oh, gosh. Okay, well, let me scroll down. Oh, shit. Um, I really right, enjoyed anti-alphabetical. The, oh. the opening shots of historic New York had a really Ooh. retro Disney feel to me. They really looked mm. like the opening of Mary Poppins where they've painted a bunch yeah. of the background. And I just really yeah. liked the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> good shit yeah absolutely uh, love a good solid Victorian beard <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> stunning always happy delighted to see it solid agree <laughs> Jen I will say the thing I was going to say earlier and then refuse to say until quickfire <laughs> which is that uh-huh. <laughs> they've taken he's a fish out of water from the past but he's not an idiot he's a guy who can invent an elevator and so he's smart enough to just be like well, he's not staring at a toaster being like, oh my gosh, I don't know how this works. He just gets stuff. <laughs> Flawless Chapman. Like, he's smart and they don't make him just be completely, yeah. like, useless just because he's from the past. Yeah, that is good. He, yeah. um, he's a, he, he picks things up. And, and in fact, I he like makes that. the toaster better. Better, yeah, which is another thing. Yeah, the toaster, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I do indeed put my toaster down once and then pop it up Twice. halfway through the second cycle. Yeah, yeah of he's course. Right. Everyone does. That thing is a damned hazard. It's just a toaster. Well, 
Insertion of bread into that so-called toaster produces no toast at all, merely warm bread. Inserting the bread twice produces charcoal. So, clearly, to make proper toast, it requires one and a half insertions, which is something for which the apparatus doesn't begin to allow. One assumes that when the general of electric built it, he might have tried using it. One assumes the general might take pride in his creations instead of just foisting them on an unsuspecting public. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> but I love the fact that they gave him that Seinfeld-ass right? observational comedy to break out in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> what is the deal with? Yes. <laughs> True. Sarah? The dog was a very good actor. <laughs> he yeah. opened that door yeah. with teeth. Boy. Paul, it's, you missed yourself out of this yeah. alphabetical... <laughs> I go last. Right. Guess first. Right. I was just worried Always you'd forgotten the alphabet for a second. <laughs> <laughs> M N O S Q R P. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I really liked the opening music. It was very nineties. Mm. It was very, in spite of this being a two thousand and two yes. film, it was extreme. Two thousand one, excuse me. It was very nineties and got me exactly where I needed to be. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked it a yeah. lot. Um, there uh, at the beginning when Hugh Jackman is uh, his uncle is like ranting at him there's a great double slap that Hugh Jackman just basically doesn't react to his reaction is for his head to get turned away to get turned back by the second slap and he just has the same expression on (laughs) and flawless sound effect as well incredible (laughs) he does a great I've just been slapped face of just sort of yeah. Slight tremble in the lip, <laughs> like oh, beautiful, Helen. <laughs> I know. I was waiting to be Sorry. announced. I seemed you'd learned the order. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's Helen. So I'm coming in with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> you've already discussed the dad uh, with the double slap very good no the uncle sorry uh, I also mm. liked the uncle's line I don't want him ready I want him resplendent he'll be ready my lord I assure you I don't want him ready I want him resplendent fabulous <laughs> William so good. brilliant line well so delivered good. and the best thing about that line is that you get to hear it twice in this movie yep. <laughs> yes. yes you get to quote along that second time as I did I just dead stared David in the eye because he'd come back into the room at that point <laughs> and just said the line at him. <laughs> it's first mistake <laughs> so good never come back in the room while you're watching did he come back and be like are you are you watching this again he came into like no. the same scene <laughs> <laughs> Round two, baby. <laughs> Just back to back. I've got this. I've got forty-eight hours to watch this, and I can watch it as many times as I like. That's freelance time. That's some freelance shit. Um, I uh, I was just going to say that same line. So instead, I'll say it was a Hugh Jackman one where he's very drolly like, in a life as stagnant as mine, that I can amuse myself at all as an evolutionary marvel. And I was just like, oh. just the way he's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so droll. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy with that. And I loved all of it. <laughs> I was there for that. I was there for it. Sarah, uh, keep in the same vein of great sound effects when Liv leave even and Hugh are fighting on top of the bridge before going back in time they start slapping each other and it's the most <laughs> impotent slapping sound of just like the most like kids having a slap fight on the playground kind of yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I really enjoy the physical business they give to Lee Schreiber at various times, mm. starting early on when he gets hit with the camera yes. at one stage. But I think it's a, 
it, it, it's um what happens in the doctor's office there's some physical thing uh, he's, he's, he's trying to get out and the nurse opens the door yeah. Yeah. that's it yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very good, good. It's very i good. enjoy that and schreiber also had a good face yeah. um when is it he wakes up i think um oh that's it no they inject him with the stuff and he has to slowly run out of energy mm. and then just collapse and yeah yeah, yeah. and he has to hop when he's stuff. running out of the hospital yeah. and he's hobbling because yeah. his leg's broken yeah. and he's pulling his yeah. coat on and he's looking back <laughs> like, running away from very dogs. good <laughs> yep. yeah Love that. very good physical performance in this <laughs> uh bex um I really enjoyed the um, the way that you could that they like establish the like animosity that exists between Meg Ryan and Liev Schreiber with the like yes. they are upstairs downstairs neighbors and she can clearly like oh, yeah. hear what's going on she knows this and there's a bit where she has a control for the dog's shock collar or like the anti bark collar mm. oh yeah and she presses it on the dog and I was like that's fucking mean but then she it's because she knows Liev Schreiber will take it off and be carrying it and she like tracks him across. And zaps it again, yeah, really and he yells and falls over, and she does this little like "got him" like celebration that really made me laugh. That I was like, she has spent days perfecting this, yeah. um, and I and I really enjoyed that moment, and I really enjoyed how it portrayed the like we're in the petty like mm, we're, yeah. we're separate like we're exes, but we still see each other, and we're still trying to see each other in order to annoy each other kind of stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah love that uh Helen? uh i enjoyed the line the world has changed all around it but Roebling's erection still stands yes yes <laughs> it was very good it's a miracle man <laughs> it's a bridge <laughs> I'm so happy uh, about a it a joy a joy true joy um yep <laughs> oh god is it uh, me jen it is is me. it me uh, it's me i'm gonna say i'm gonna have another leave line uh, well it's just I, I really enjoyed leave schreiber's performance in general but he does some like um he he has this like really good grin like where he's like half happy half like overwhelmed with emotion when he's like i found it like i found yeah. the hole in time and it's just yeah. all of his like enthusiastic nervous dorky energy as he's like yeah. talking about his time travel and again later when he is talking to the nurse and yes she's crazy for letting him out of the, uh, <laughs> the psych ward but I'll, i like it's skipping ahead of it but, but the, i would have just too. in the same yeah, yeah same. <laughs> i would have too because his whole his whole monologue is bananas but also great he delivers it so well it is no more crazy than uh a dog finding a rainbow dogs are colorblind gretchen they don't see color really just like we can't see time we can feel it oh <laughs> we can feel it passing but uh, we can't see it it's just a blur it's like uh it's like we're riding in a in a supersonic train and the world is just blowing by. But imagine if we could stop that train, Gretchen. Huh? Imagine if we could stop that train, get out, look around, and see time for what it really is. A universe, a world, a thing as unimaginable as color to a dog. And as real and tangible as that chair you're sitting in. I have that as one of my quick things. I really I also, like his speech. Yeah. I think he's just got a really nice voice as well. He's got like one of those voices really that's does. really like, you just listen oh to God. him, you're like, yes. What a nice voice you have. Mm-hmm. Is, is Liev Schreiber the stealth hottie? Yeah, oh, there's no stealth about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know. Oh my God. 
is there's no Hugh Jackman, oh. but that's because he doesn't get to wear the turtlenecks. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Honestly, at least on a turtleneck. He Come could on. have been cast probably... in that main role. I think he could have done it just fine. I 100% think he wears various turtlenecks in Scream, but he's a creepy guy. In that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a different matter. That's just my Cotton thing. Cotton weary. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Sarah. Um, this is not. I I got <laughs> wistfully mindful for a brief second. I was like, leave Shriver and Hugh Jackman team back up in Wolverine oh, Origins. Yeah. Yes, I didn't think about but, that. And yeah. that's not the Wolverine film that James Mangold directed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's so weird. <laughs> like the fucking the producers are watching uh, X Men Origins and they're like. Does anyone else remember? <laughs> <laughs> Cultural touchstone. Cultural Absolutely. touchstone. Someone was reading Sight and Sound and it's like a weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I've said it before, but the cast, the cast is fucking mm. out of this world. Bradley yeah. Whitford. It's so good. Uh, Paxton Whitehead. Uh, Natasha Leone, even though she doesn't <laughs> get to do that much, which is a real shame. Yeah. Viola Davis, even though she doesn't get to do Viola that much. Viola Davis. Uh, Kristen mm. Scholl. Who is Natasha Leone? Natasha Leone's her secretary. The one, oh, yeah, right, who's yeah. reading all the romance mm-hmm. Also the one I have a big, big, oh, yeah. big old lesbian crush on. Oh, oh yeah, same. Hard same, same. Um, every day. And you know what? She had more to do in my cut of the film, but still not <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah keeps cut of Kate and Leopold. <laughs> Sarah actually spent a lot of time AI together. generating extra content for this film, specifically <laughs> to fill her needs. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. Me. Um, oh, I don't care if it's a fucking hazard and if all these people are eventually going to die. The fucking fire escape scene in this movie is amazing. I love how casually they can stroll in and out of each other's apart- yes. apartments via it's the fire escape. No one uses the hall. Yeah. And putting a so putting a seat out there and just chilling on the fire escape, mm-hmm. hearing the sounds of New York, checking out the neighbors and looking at the sky. Oh my god, I I wanted to die I for too that. would I probably fall in love with someone yeah. in that situation. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Literally anyone, get me on a yeah. fire escape. <laughs> I'm anyone. Well, like an English uh, fire escape. <laughs> um, <laughs> fire door. Yeah, oh god. <laughs> I want yeah. to just do a fairly general one, which is the the costumes in this. Oh, so, don't oh, yeah. one. Oh, I on. really liked Meg Ryan's weird business suits. So into yes. that shit. But also there were some really nice touches that I really enjoyed. For example, mm. when Hugh Jackman first gets invited to dinner, yes. he comes down and he's wearing all of his garb, but he's wearing what is clearly one of Leif Schreiber's modern shirts un- like tie. under his yeah, and shirt and tie yeah. under his waistcoat and his jacket. It's like mm. a horrible brown striped like business but I really love the attention to detail there of like he has taken a shirt a clean shirt from a closet and it's a modern shirt that he's wearing under this and I just really enjoyed that I love that you know what's great I've got an additional that follows on from that hell yeah go on let's just do a fashion Fashion round round. so she gets her clothes get slowly more and more old school as well so he gets more more modern and she gets more old school so she's like the first thing she's wearing like you know uh, fucking matrix shit and then at one point she's wearing like a little (laughs) waistcoat and then the last Uh thing she's wearing has got like a corset involved and like a long dress thing so I think I think that might have been a purposeful thing they're making him look more modern and her looking Mm. more old school so they're kind of meeting and she starts wearing skirts about halfway through the film yeah Mm. <laughs> it's a horrible skirt. That's the one outfit I did not enjoy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Just none of that matches together. But <laughs> otherwise, yes, great. 
Very interesting. Any other additions to uh, Ellen's fashion corner? Wink. It's weird, it's here, but <laughs> <laughs> tiny, tiny glasses, turtleneck jumper, uh-huh. all of those things. Oh god, yeah. Uh, the Chapman's long coat that is yes. particularly dazzling when he leaves the date and oh. crosses the street with um, yes. with Rowdy Rowdy uh, Brock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good shit. and also, but yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's just very good coat. Yeah, and he's so tall. Oh. Is he attractive so really or good. is he just tall? <laughs> <laughs> is he just tall and young? No one can tell. Um, also, yeah, Meg Ryan's uh, leather coat and scarf combo. I think the that weird like furry just, scarf. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> that she just whips off repeatedly. Love oh, it. Oh god. Love it. Uh. Wow. Alright. I don't know what to do now. Do we Who's restart turn? the no, order? You say something, right? Oh I I Sarah? think Jen Sarah. has a f- it's Jen's yeah, turn. Yeah, go on, Jen. Oh, Is it? Sorry. Okay. okay. Um let me see. I've got a line here that Hugh Jackman says I think it's early on I think it might be the first time you've met he's met Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. And she is very like modern in his eyes, obviously. And he has this like, and it's, I think it's because he's like, oh, you work or whatever. You're very um, modern. And he goes, I myself once courted a librarian in Sussex. <laughs> and it's just he delivers it really well. Great and line. she goes, funny line. Yeah, and she's like, okay. <laughs> he clearly thinks he's being very modern. Librarians <laughs> in Sussex are famously foxy, to yeah. be fair. As we all know. Famously. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wink to you, librarians in Sussex. Oh, this book is only available in an archive in Sussex. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, 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 we all know what that means. Well, 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 well. I really, I really need this book for my dissertation. <laughs> Good luck <Whoa>. with that. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> uh, Sarah? Uh, when the actors are talking, they establish, like, oh, we are actors because they're talking about Willem Dafoe. <laughs> and I very much appreciated that because yes. Willem yeah. Dafoe is a phenomenal actor who... Yeah, did a is. lot of stage work before, you know, mm. being the Green Goblin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and still yeah, does a lot of stage right. work. So I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you you should admire Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe's the best. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's fucking great and also underratedly hot in an unconventional yes. way. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, weirdly hot. Um, okay, absolutely. Okay, I mentioned a few of these. Okay, I'm going to go for the nurse because I love the Not fact Richard. that young... The young women of Rochefort style, everyone gets a love interest in this. <laughs> like, love is going to win the day for everyone. And there's, and like, at the point when he's, like, just such a sad sack. My note for that scene is, literally no one is asking where Lee Schreiber is. And he's, like, this whimsical romantic adventure is happening beyond his, you yeah. know, with his ex dating a, the, the man who is, his ex is, is hanging around with and being seduced by the man who is the focal point of all of his And research. his great, 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 <laughs> and his, dun, dun, dun. yeah, his, yeah. <laughs> His ancestor. And his great great granddad, and they're all all these things are happening without him as no one is asking where he is. And then he's at his lowest moment, and he delivers this beautiful speech about time. And then yeah, it just turns out the nurse is into it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Yay. Thanks, they James they had some really nice like looks between them when she says, I yeah. believe you, and he kind of he kind of tips his head as if he's yeah. like, Yeah, right, but then he looks at her and sees the tears in her earnest eyes and Aww. he gets a shy little <laughs> smile and I was like, Oh, it's yeah. love. <laughs> I do Aww. love that. It's you really that. unhinged, troubling love. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I'm down to my last one. So can I suggest we empty our um, our, our sacks? Paul, I've <laughs> starting got with a whole other page. Empty here. our coffers. Yeah, I still got uh, spend, to go. 
I've well, that's I've fine. only got one suggest. as well, Paul. I've only so. got a couple left, yeah. Cool. Spend your entire war chest on this okay. final charge. Uh, Bex? Do you just want me to go through a bunch? Okay. Yeah. No, I have yeah, all the rest. Okay, so um in their incredibly awkward rooftop date where one violinist just has to violin for the entire time that they're like two feet away from them. Um, they're having a little dance and Meg Ryan says, People think I'm brave, but I'm not brave. And Hugh Jackman looks her in the eye and says, Bravery is just knowing that something awful might happen and doing it anything anyway. And I'm like, Yes, that is the definition of bravery. And it really made me laugh that it wasn't like a subversion of what bravery is supposed to mean. He just defined bravery to her. <laughs> Straight up. That's really good. It made I me laugh a that. lot. Um, the Bond villain butter ad genuinely, I think, might be my oh, favorite so bit of this film. Oh, it's yeah. so ominous. Oh, yeah. And yeah. didn't even mention also just his delivery of. Fresh creamery butter. I mean, yeah. Oh, Which is the whole like, yeah. conceit, and it's just yeah. delicious. So um, <laughs> the bit where Leif Schreiber is trying to get telephone and almost murders the man in the next bed by accident because he like rips out all of his breathing tubes. <laughs> Peak comedy. He did it. He like he played it very well. And then the nurse comes in. He's like, he's just like, oh, I think there's a problem with his. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, Hugh Jackman simply looks correct on a horse, and that pleases me. Yes. Like, yes. if there's anyone going to be riding a horse, it should be Hugh Jackman. It's weird when he's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, where's where's, like, where's the your rest fucking of his horse, life? mate? Something that really tickled me was Natasha Leon's uh, reply, writing the reply to the letter. Um, mm. So she's written, I am pleased to accept your invitation in fancy font. There's not even any punctuation in it. There's no full stop at the end of that. But yeah. then she's put like a really corporate st- sign here sticker at the bottom yes, and really faxes good. it. <laughs> and that just, it made me laugh a lot. That's very good. Um, Charlie does a little happy dance at some point. I really enjoyed it because it looked exactly like my happy dance. Um <laughs> Love that. I've also got something about Gretchen here. Just like I fell in love with Gretchen. That was the show yeah, for me yeah. as I saw her. And oh, so she's yeah. so beautiful. She had these huge big eyes mm. and the tears mm, in them. Yeah. And she was oh. so earnest. And I was just like, yeah. gosh, I would like to be looked at like that by Gretchen maybe. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the line that I quoted <laughs> earlier. A beautiful 4D pretzel of cosmic inevitability when Liev Schreiber's talking mm-hmm. about the past. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed Beautiful. when they're trying to get into the party and they can't get in because they don't have an invitation. And so Charlie just starts screaming and hitting his head and everyone just doesn't know what to do with that. And then they just it's so out of the blue. go in. It's an actor really move. Like it's an actor it. move. Yeah. And aside from one, I did miss out earlier. I should have said this. There was an appropriate time to do this because we were talking about silly sound effects. Right at the beginning when Hugh Jackman is riding a horse after Leif Schreiber, it's like the most stock sound clip-clop I've ever heard. It did not even match up with the tempo of the horses. It was just like, clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. I was like, that horse is galloping. That's not the right noise for that horse. And that's it. Those are all my good things. Wow. Unbelievable work. Um, Helen, I don't have many left. left. Um, I, the, one of mine is I prefer Charlie's version of, Victor- of a Victorian dude. All right, uh, Victorian dude who's never seen a uh, Mets game watching TV. Okay. Seen. I say, are those little people in that box of phosphors? Well, crikey, I believe it is. This game's more beguiling than cricket. Very good. I really enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> Blimey, this is better than cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stunning. Um, I also weirdly it made me um, the film made me kind of nostalgic for a time before all of the bullshit that happened in the late two thousands. 
Um, <laughs> and it just it it, it it gave me a tone of feeling like oh well maybe one day will it'll be like the early two thousands again. Um, uh, I also really like Charlie's line. I just like Charlie. I think. Um, Who's the Merry Andrew now? You want to vex my sister? Yes. <laughs> so line. Very much enjoyed it. Uh, to be fair, I think Charlie is probably the one I would actually date of all of these people. Oh. <laughs> slight. I mean. No, but I mean personality-wise. Slight nut job. Slightly troubling. Oh, no, that was that. I mean, was me agreeing oh, right, with you. Okay, okay. I thought you mm. were like, uh, excuse me. I mean, me, yes, Alan. obviously. He's such a dork and a weirdo. Yeah. And that's my type. Yeah, yeah same. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, that was it. That's all I've got. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Jen. What have you got? Okay, I've left? got quite a lot. What left. is left? I love this oh. film. Um, Jen, like, <laughs> paging through an A4 notebook yeah. right now. I've got, like, a full A. I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll try and trim. Uh, I'm going to start with I really enjoy JJ, the what's his name? Who's who's the actor's name? Mitchell Gretchen. Not. Huh? Mm. What? Uh, the, the guy boss. from West Wing. Oh, the boss. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what, Bradley Whitford? Bradley Whitford, thank you. That's what I said. Right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Jackson. Paxton Whitehead. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of like little things to just really just really dig in just how much of an ass he is <laughs> early on. Like he has a but he just offers her edamame And it's just at the end of their scene, at the end of their meeting, he's just like Edamame? Cutscene done. <laughs> Great, love that. <laughs> he's also in the background, I think, when they're filming they're filming something. He's kind of it's just that it enters the scene and it's just on him and he's just going, I need to work out, I need a place I can work out, and then the scene just moves on. <laughs> I'm just like, love that. <laughs> Tickled me. Um uh he has a line his line about opera keeps me alive <laughs> just the way he delivers that as well i'm just like, opera keeps me. i'm like yeah i just loved all of his character was really funny um with how much of an ass he was um a meg ryan line i really enjoyed was her at the dinner when she's fed up of hugh jackman like sassing her food she's like can you go away i'm tired can you all just go away she just keeps being like can you go away can you just leave? i'm tired can you go away can you leave can you go away and it's just the insistent like can you go away i really enjoyed that whole energy she was bringing I love, love the that. way Hugh Jackman ate stuff because he was posh. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting up his tater tots um, nice and small. He did. He, he ate everything like a posh person. Um, I, I've i got to say, I've got to just really double down on Hugh Jackman on a horse. This film came, oh, yeah. film came out in 2001. I was 11 years old. <laughs> I was such a horse girl yeah. still at that point. Yeah. And seeing Hugh Jackman on a horse is just... This is just special. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed um, uh, uh, Liv-, Liv Schreiber seeing the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist is just sitting there eating cereal from a <laughs> box. <laughs> it was, what was it? It was all that from Sarah. It was grape nuts. That it was, was grape nuts. That was going to be my, grape nuts. my one and only remaining good oh, thing. What was it? What oh, <laughs> <just laughs> weird Thing, what are he's grape just sat nuts? There eating grape nuts. From okay, a it's box. like it's kind of like really compacted, like hard cereal. I don't know what it's made <laughs> okay. of, but you know What's what? Grapes in it I also used to eat grape nuts out of the box at university. <laughs> I've never heard of them before, and I saw them and I was like, "What the fuck is a grape nut?" They what are. The fuck they're, is a they're, grape just, they're so. I was, I was aggravated by the name. They're so crunchy, and they're actually really nice if you like put them in some yogurt. But mm, as we okay. all know. God. 
dairy not my friend so i just cut out the yogurt and started just eating grape nuts and sometimes it does feel like your molars might explode but you know satisfying (laughs) i was gonna say this is the sort of rich backstory we now have for the psychiatrist is that he's also lactose intolerant yeah and that's why he's eating that's good storytelling there you go see it's a rich world there um, that actor spent six years working. He was also he was also really role. busy with his job, so he didn't have time to eat them in the morning like you would, and he had to have it as a snack. Mm. Go. It wow. actually makes way more sense than him eating it with milk yeah. if you think yeah. about it yeah. carefully. In the office, yeah. weird. Uh, Hugh Jackman does some cute like I'm slightly nervous thinking about Meg Ryan faces Aww. when he's being teased about liking her, and you can he's just his composure breaks Aww. a little bit, and I find it charming. I want him to look like that thinking about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. I really enjoyed. Um, does David not do those faces when he thinks about you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not there. Do you want me to? It's all right. Do you want me? We will each go and ask David like about a... you and film his reaction. I'm planning to just stalk him and take pictures of him when I think he might be thinking of Like the picture. How if he's? I'm just assuming. the picture of Sarah Connor from the end of the Terminator? I wondered what you were thinking about in that moment. Yeah. I, I just feel like if it's David, he'd be like economics. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby. Oh, sad face. Um, and uh, the last one I'll say is I really I liked the little scene where Kate's just about to jump. Meg Ryan's just about to jump off the bridge. Um, she says she says bye to her brother, and I genuinely went. Because <laughs> <laughs> her line is just Charlie, I love you forever. And it's just yeah. like, that would kill me to be like, bye, siblings. Bye bye. Yeah. I'm jumping off a bridge now. And then it's like the cut with the police a... officer, they're talking to him, they turn around, she's just gone. Yeah. I was like, can you imagine that? Yeah. Can you imagine someone you Brutal. actually really love just disappearing yeah. one day and be like, Well I know, yeah. like that's a bridge, bridge into, into the, the past. past. <laughs> <laughs> I'd recognise a lovely smile and that yeah. was like yeah. Yeah. it worked. Really nice. I yeah. did it. Yeah. He's happy for her. Oh, uh, Jen's, Sarah, are you still out? Yeah, well, grape Jen nuts. stole my grape nuts one, so Sorry, I guess I'll just have, have to. Have I'll just have to do something from my cut that you can't use. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the, the James Mangold cameo was actually very good. Um, mm. Oh, great! Yeah, he was uh, very impassioned as a director whose art was being destroyed. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame that his art oh, was destroyed. Life imitates art. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. One day he'll make Ford v Ferrari. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, I, I'm sorry. My, my last one is so out of character for what the experience we've been having. But the thing about her being shown a picture that is supposedly from, you know, the 19th century and it having all of the... Uh, yeah, 19th century. And it having, you know, all of these costume people in there and it's undeniably pitched in the 19th century. And then she's just there. I find that really yeah, creepy. Frightening. That's <laughs> yeah. like the ending of The Shining. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a really frightening yeah, moment. Just like, I, do think, <laughs> I genuinely think there's a different... You could create a different Moon cut of this film where they gaslight her the into losing her mind and jumping off a bridge. And she genuinely <laughs> dies. <laughs> and that photo would be a big part of it, right? Yeah. Because... <laughs> That tips her over the edge into being like, my God, it, it is real. Yeah. The final chilling moment is just Hugh Jackman and Breck and Maya high-fiving. <laughs> and then an early copy of Photoshop slips out of Breck and <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> he is a scientist, technically, so... 
Yeah. He did it on the Palm Pilot. That's why oh he borrowed it. The irony. <laughs> Actually, I should have made the Palm Pilot one of my good things because I heard the word Palm Pilot and yes. I was slammed so hard back into the early 2000s. Like, I haven't thought about Palm Pilots in decades. Because you don't need a Palm Pilot when you have a computer. <laughs> In your hands. Yeah, exactly. But I remember, <laughs> yeah. and like I remember very specifically the two games that my mother's Palm Pilot had on it. And now I'm desperate oh to play God. those games again. <laughs> Damn shit. It was a real face Palm Pilot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sucks. All right, let's talk about the one. Let's, talk a, let's go to the OG <laughs> team. Don't forget, you've got text. OG team. I have. Yes, yes thank you, you Bex. Yes, I do have texts. Indeed, from friends of me, but hopefully the podcast. <laughs> um, tell you what, friend of the podcasts, plural though, Luke Ciancio in bloody Patreon says, "Yay, dream podcast crossover." Aww, Aww. So nice. Haven't haven't seen this. Just wanted to congratulate you. All. <laughs> Congratulations, thank you. everyone. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> so thank sweet. You, Luke. Thank you, Luke. You are a gentleman and a jellyfish, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Both undeniable. That is how that saying goes. A gentleman, mm. as you, Jackman. Moving over to Facebook, we have got Jennifer Sones. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> I don't know what this joke Jenny. is, but I've heard it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's absolutely indecipherable how he continues. Jenny says, uh, "Hugh had a." Busy 2001. I really like him in rom-coms, and someone like you uh, was the same year. He and Ashley Judd had work competition, love-hate energy. I think maybe Ashley or Sandy B uh, would have been better in this. Maybe Kate Hudson. Meg was not in the same You've Got Male groove anymore. Still, this is fun. And you get another leave notch on your OGT bedpost. <laughs> he is giving similar energy to Tim Robbins and Howard the Duck. That's a <laughs> By the end of the movie, is it revealed that Leopold invented the elevator? Beginning of the movie, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> right off the bat. Straight, straight away. Right straight away the in there. Second line, Immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Ellen Graham says, butter. Butter is great. <laughs> is that an alternate line? <laughs> yes, Ellen. Butter. butter is great. Butter. Butter is great. Fresh, butter creamery great. butter is even better. Yeah. Fresh, creamery <laughs> butter <laughs> is great. At BT Calloway didn't have anything to say, but he's changed his username to Goodman on the Street Salt in the Sheets. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means you're the freaky one. <laughs> you a horny dog. <laughs> <laughs> BT Calloway got you down pat. But does it imply you don't want to be seen on the streets? <laughs> no. you, you, you want me to come in the back oh, way. You don't want anyone to know I oh, came in. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, His erection's still standing. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle, man. It's a miracle. You've been listening to OGT. <laughs> Be sure to like and subscribe. No, uh, finally, Cat. It's an unfortunate segue. Cat, uh, my friend from Burt Beck, who I mentioned I was watching this too, has uh, replied eventually, um, God, I haven't seen it in many years, but I remember loving the dancing, like the ballroom dancing, mm. and all of Hugh Jackman's shocked expressions. Mm. I love that it's directed by James Mangold. And I love that the title is just their two names. More rom-coms should do this. Oh, and I love Liv Schreiber. I remember wishing he was the lead. No shade to Hugh. Also being reminiscent of Meg Ryan's hair is the greatest compliment I've ever received in my life. <laughs> she has Ryan-esque hair. It has Incredible. Wow. Um, let's do the one better Ooh. thing. The one better thing. I've got Ooh. one. 
Go on. What have you got? Uh, so I went for something almost exactly the same, um, but more well-known. Uh, splash. <laughs> splash. Fish out of yes. water on story. Howard. You were literally saying fish out of water, and I was like, yeah. There's a fish out of water. <laughs> See what you did there. There's a fish out of water. Love that. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a good film. I don't... I Honestly, personally, I kind of prefer this one. <laughs> If I'm being honest, because <laughs> Splash, it has that weird, creepy, like, she's a child, but she's an adult woman vibe, and I've never really oh. liked that. I find that a bit threatening. <laughs> yeah, oh. you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, you know, objectively, yeah. most people think it's better, is what I would say. Who plays... It's Tom Hanks, right? And it's Ron Howard directing. Who plays the uh, the Some mermaid? hot woman. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> is it um, really Bloody Kill Bill? Um, no, it's not Kill Bill. Driver. Uh, do you want me to Google it's not, it? Uh, it's not... <laughs> or like, ruin the fun? <laughs> it's not the fucking... <laughs> it's not David Carradine. Uh, <laughs> let's find out real quick. Let's find out real quick. It is Daryl Hannah. Let's find Darryl out Hannah. real quick. It is Kill Bill. It's Bloody Ellie yeah, Driver yeah, from Kill Bill. Daryl Hannah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Uma Thurman. <laughs> 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 Me too. And I was like, I feel like that can't be right. <laughs> she Crazy doesn't casting. feel like she fit in that role now. <laughs> <laughs> too intense. Yeah. Uh, who else has a one better I've thing? I've got a one better thing. One. Go on. Do it. I've gone for... Now, my one better thing doesn't include any time travel. But uh, it's a kind of... I know, but it's a kind of comedic period romance where the women are very strong-willed. Um, uh, and and I really love it. And it is The Abduction Club. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Which sounds grim. But, um, well, if you think about <laughs> it too hard, it maybe is a little bit. Um, but it's based off... So it's, 18th century it's based off a practice in ireland where second sons who weren't going to inherit any money and so needed to marry a rich girl would spend ages courting a woman in a kind of whirlwind romance type situation and then they would abduct her (laughs) uh usually not much for an abduction usually she was quite pleased about it and basically if she agreed to marry him and then married him before the warning was out there was nothing anyone could do about it he had her money wow um and so it is about these two guys and uh they are in the abduction club and they kind of it works one at a time right someone someone gets pulled out of a hat and it's like it's your turn to go and find a rich woman and woo her oh my god but they get ahead of themselves and abduct a pair of sisters because they're like we can do this and everything goes horribly terribly wrong (laughs) oh Um, no and but then the thing being one of the sisters, played by Sophia Miles, the younger, kind of more impetuous one, wants to be abducted. She's like, I fucking hate this life. Oh, and so no. the older sister feels like she has to go <laughs> along. Um, but it's like two very Fun. charming leads who are kind of saddled with a woman that is suddenly like very outside of their experience or comfort zone. Um, Fun. It's a rom-com. It's very good. It's also one of those ones where I am a bit convinced that the male leads have more romantic tension together oh, yeah. than <laughs> with that. their female counterparts but yeah absolutely cracking film <laughs> good Kraken time film excellent mine is coincidentally the kraken film clash of the titans <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh jen and sarah uh yes i would ah. for a film that involves romance and time travel i would say about time oh yes yeah, about time. have i that stolen was... your oh. thing again sarah well yes i i technically had two but one of them doesn't make sense about time was the one that made sense yeah. <laughs> was it clash of the titans <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, I've only seen About Time once. It was quite a while ago, but I remember crying a lot. It's quite nice. Which is, it a good is quite sign. nice. There's, yeah, there's, it's cute. there's issues with it, but it's quite. There's I'm issues sure there with is, it being but... whether it was her decision or not to actually be with him. There are issues. There's well, issues you know, right that's, uh, Time traveling, time <laughs> traveling rom coms <laughs> are always problematic in some way or other, oh, yeah. so it's fine. I think all rom-coms are. I don't think it's possible to, yeah. p- to, pick, to depict love in a healthy way because love is inherently That's unhealthy. True. That's, that's yeah. Jesus Christ, Paul. <laughs> I'm getting deep at this stage. Two hours Two in, hours. I'm laying down the hard truths. Sarah, do you have one remaining? So yeah, my, my real one was about time because I think that's a lovely film sort of based on a Ben Fold song. Um, oh, I didn't realise that. that well, inspired, not based. Sure. Like, he heard sure, the song, he was like, I'm going to make this film. Um, <laughs> my jokey one, when I was like, mm, I'm struggling, time travel, Hugh Jackman. Uh, it's a film that I personally hate, and I'm in the minority about it. <laughs> hey, you know, if you like this, why not go watch The Fountain? Oh, The Fountain. Oh, but, yes. I With tell her, you what, though, the fountain. Uh, what's a face <laughs> with that hat? I like her hat. In the fountain. Oh, Rachel, Rachel Vice when she's got cancer. Oh, she's got a lovely yeah, hat. Yeah, the cancer cap. She's you got mean. a lovely hat. <laughs> the chemotherapy yes, hat. Nice I hat. think I specifically dissed that hat in my ranking Rachel segment of my interview with Sarah. Look, I'm just saying I like the hat, okay? But also the outfit she wears when she's a Spanish queen. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, that's pretty egg. tight. Hugh Jackman also, too, I think. Visual, visually very nice film, though, but it is fucking unhinged. And an excellent yeah. soundtrack. Well, amazing soundtrack. Incredible. Yes. I listened to that one. I've Absolutely. not seen it, but I listen to that soundtrack regularly. Mine is Wings of Desire by Vin Vendors. Watch it. You'll see why it connects. Anyway, <laughs> that's the... <laughs> fucking hell. It's about someone, you know, falling in love with a woman, but then that being a sort of, you know, microcosm for a general love of humanity. Anyway. Look, fuck you all, guys. Paul's tired, all right? <laughs> I'm so tired, guys. We've still got a Patreon to go. Let's. <laughs> I'm going to end the episode. Yeah, uh, that you. was the one better thing. <laughs> Finally. The one better thing. Thank you, uh... Somebody, Sarah, you tell us how people can find out about Roll Plus Heart. Oh, this was a mistake because I am the least succinct at this sort of thing. Thank you, Absolutely tragic. (laughs) If you enjoyed hearing our insane chaos, you can catch us at Roll Plus Heart, our queer actual play anthology style podcast where we play tabletop games and make them queer. You can find all of our details at our website, www.rollplusheart.co.uk. Nailed so, it. So professional. Fuck me. I would have just been like, no, it's all right. It just enjoy it. It's a thing. <laughs> Find oh us a Roblox or don't go to UK. <laughs> now sexy. sexy. Now do it sexy. Find yeah. us at rollplushard.co.uk. <laughs> oh. Now do it like you're constipated. Ooh. That. <laughs> I Wrap don't know what that's pole. like. I only know shitting myself Look, because of dairy. It's Sorry. fine. Don't 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 you all do, right? Because I'm cleaning butter. I'll do I'll do my my outro uh, constipated. <laughs> you can find out more about one good thing by checking out that's the trick is I'm always constipated. Um check out one good thing at OGT Pod. On Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you can probably go. You can listen to more stuff like this. Jen and the Film Critic is a thing with me and Jen. Yeah, it talking is. About movies. Quest Fantastic is a thing with me, Jen, and Sarah. Yeah, it is. Talking about fantasy movies. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't listen. <laughs> <Nope>. um, <laughs> we play games. Nice. We play games. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's all the combinations of, po- of podcasts I have with you people. I'm in all um, your podcasts, Paul. You're in all of my podcasts. You're a filthy podcast slot. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> she slipped into all. my podcasts and there was nothing else I could Her do. Her erection yeah. still stands. I'm Paul. <laughs> yeah, I'm goes. Paul Rection. <laughs> Everybody say I'm and then something v- vaguely humorous around your name. <laughs> I'm Edamame. <laughs> That's not even it. close to your name. <laughs> I'm Gendamame. in time. It's like back in time. Do you get it? Love it. I'm, Next to the future. I'm Sarah Paxton Whitehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Helen Tree of the Tree Schenectadies. The Schenectadies of Trees. The, sc- the Schenectady Trees. The Trees yes. of Schenectady. <laughs> Yeah, Schenectady. Schenectady, New York. Um, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Remember, Bye. the one good thing about Kate and Leopold. Oh, it's just those fucking coats. <laughs> just the coats. <laughs> oh. Oh. Can we stop now? Oh, Are we done? Oh. Yes. Oh, butter. Fresh creamery butter, how can I help?